Welcome to Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink. It's a podcast about comics, games, sci-fi, horror, pop culture, music, movies. And as always, a few surprises. I'm your host, one of them. God, this is falling off the rails. It's gone completely. <laughs> I, I just fell asleep for a moment. I'm your host, DK. Let's start. I don't want to start so low energy. Let me, well, let I'm me Chris, your other host. Let me just try so, this again. Okay. I'm one of your hosts, DK. Have a little Casey Casey moment. I'm DK. <laughs> well, we're, we're running the tracks in the intergalactic mando again today. <laughs> is Don on the phone? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Let's get. How are you, Chris? Not bad. Not bad. Uh, survived Thanksgiving. Yes. So did all that stuff. Um, I'm just freaking out on these last two episodes that we just had. Yeah, Mando, it's like really hard to not just talk about Mando uh, right yeah. away. But I, I want to talk about quickly... A thing that's very near and dear to me, and I mean, yes, that's this this S sound you hear it means snake, and snake means Metal Gear Solid, and what we're talking about is the news that Oscar Isaac is rumored to have just been cast as Solid Snake in a Metal Gear Solid movie. I think it's interesting. There's there's he's a good actor. I've seen him in a lot of different types of roles, yeah. um, and I know somebody can probably you know send us what it was I can't remember off the top of my head the movie that he was in it was a like a, a military heist kind of thing hurricane heist hurricane no 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 not <laughs> hurricane heist but anyway it had like Ben Affleck and Charlie Hoonan in it and um, uh, the other seen, Hemsworth whatever brother. you're talking about I haven't seen anyway it was really good so the action of Solid Snake you're saying he can this man can do action he, he can do action but here's my problem okay I have a big. I have a big. First of all, I, I think we might be better to leave Metal Gear Solid alone, personally. However, let me just also we've say we've talked about this that often. Metal Gear Solid yeah. is like probably my favorite game of all time. Right. That and Star Wars: Dark Forces Two Jedi Knight. Right. Um, it's a favorite game of all time. I replay it more than once a year. Right. Um, I, I love Metal Gear Solid. It's just one of those things. Right game at the right time. Whatever. Oh yeah. And. Um, Metal Gear Solid is not just a straightforward action. No, thing. and it's not. And that's that was the one thing we had talked about off air. I am very concerned kinda... that it's just going to be an action thing. It won't have the thought provoking weirdness, right? Or the just quirky off the wall, fourth wall breaking. I mean, if he doesn't hide in a cardboard box at least once, he's got the, to do that. The but, movie is pretty much shot. But here's the thing. They would. I can see them maybe doing that as like a little throwaway joke. Right. Like some guards come in and then like he leaves and you know they leave and then he throws the box off and goes, "Oh, that was close." Yeah. I. Don't, it's not like that in the game. Like no, it's a, no, it's not. Snake uses the cardboard box as a legit serious right. uh, tool. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not saying that the movie should really focus on that, but I think it would betray the original thing if he if he like made it a joke. Right. Because I guess it it is a joke, but at the same time like. The cardboard box is in every single game. Right. It's just, it's like a thing that we, Metal Gear Solid fans, I mean, it's, we yeah. love it. Yeah. yeah. So I don't want it to be thrown away. As well, a, and then, you know, is it going to be just, like you said, just strictly action? Is it going to have that, you know, supernatural will aspect? It have, will it have Psycho Mantis floating around? Right. First of all, we don't even know when this is supposedly going to take place. Right. Is it going to be a, a remake of the first game, Metal Gear Solid, where he's right. infiltrating Shadow Moses? I don't know. Uh, the, I think that would be the most straightforward thing, but at the same time, there's so much again like weirdness that would have to be. I mean, I'm sure just cut out. Well, and then you know we talked that uh, you know there's a rumor that Jeffrey Dean Morgan 
was would be Big Boss. Yeah, I don't think that makes any sense to me. No, it because would have of the to fact just that be aged Oscar Isaac. If, I mean, they're the same man. But honestly, if they film the, if you've seen him in the trailers for Dune, yeah. If you just age his beard a little bit, yeah, I, I, and then I like so I film know, in those separate, you know, that separate time of thing, and have him still, yeah, you know, be snake and be the clean shave, except I, for a I little know scruff, and then Oscar Isaac that, is, know. I mean, he's a great actor, he's an incredible actor. Right. Everyone, it's like that's not in question. It's just that I don't know if he, he's not what I would first think of when I think of Snake. Although he's the right build, Snake is not like a jacked. Like if they said like he's not like a Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah. Huge, if they said like know. Dwayne Johnson is solid yeah. Snake, I'd be like, what are you doing? Like right. that would not make any sense. No. Oscar Isaac is the right type, sort right. of looking, right for sure. I just don't know. I don't know. But but at the same time too, like there is, Solid Snake is very. Uh, he's very one note as far as like his deliveries on things. Yeah. And so that's another thing. When you try to make it more realistic, it's going to lose the the weirdness of the game. Either way, I'm going to have to make some allowances. Right. 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 I just have to get past this whole thing of like, well, it's not like the game. I wanted it to be just like the game. It won't be. Okay. Chris, tell me now. It's not going to be like the game. It's not going to be completely like the game. (laughs) But I want it to be. I know. I know. I know. It's the whole thing is just how many allowances you're going to have. They're to taking my take. childhood away. <laughs> <sighs> no, that was Mulan without Mushu in any any songs. I haven't seen it. Yeah, and and, and speaking of you know streaming stuff and movies, yeah. it is now on Disney Plus for free instead mm-hmm. of thirty dollars. So, nice. if you do want to see it, then. Mulan. Mulan. So, speaking of streaming things, though, we yes. have some other giant news before we get to Mando. Huge news. This is, yeah. I mean, for Warner Brothers now to say that all the movies that are scheduled for 2021 will have a release not only in the theaters that are open, but all in the same at the same time on HBO Max. HBO Max. So I I don't know how I feel about this. I love it because for right I, now I do and I don't I want don't. it to kill theaters though. And I mean. that's that's my biggest worry because I am a a, a theater file. Yeah. You know I love going to the movies. Same. I would rather go any day anytime. I think our listeners know that. Yes. We are, we love the theater. We love the experience of the theater. Right. We love it. We don't want that to go away by any means. And, but, and that's my biggest worry but, with this. But happening. for right now. If it's the best we can do but, and get these new movies that I, we've been sitting on for years now, I know, I know. Give me the mo- give me I, Bond. Well, we still uh, haven't gotten anything about Bond. No, but hopefully this news maybe they can finally come to some agreement. Maybe they can finally work that out because we need Bond like right now. Right. Well, I, and I mean the one thing that also worries me is that with if this is going to happen with streaming services, how much are streaming services going to be jacked up? Hmm. You know, we're already paying for seven different streaming yeah. services yeah. that, you know, we, we went to the streaming service to get away from the high prices of satellite and cable. Yeah. But now everybody's getting their own individual streaming service. Uh-huh. And you're paying anywhere from, you know, 15 to $5. Well, no one's making you have them all at once, Chris. No, no. Do them one at a time. Watch the things you want to watch and then move on to the next one. Yeah. And then go in batches. Yeah, I can't do that. You can. I, I cannot do that. 
You can. Because I want to be able to flip through any time, damn time I want. Well, keep it coming. And I don't want to have to go like, back and forth. I know we're never going to get rid of Disney Plus. I mean, that's where the Star Wars is. Yeah, and that's where Marvel coming up in January, where yeah. we're going to finally start seeing a Marvel series yep. that we've been told since last year. Since day one of yeah. D Plus. Yes. I'm calling it D Plus now, by the way. D Plus. Like D Plus. Brings back memories from school. Or? That's, yeah. It just feels right, you know? <laughs> Good enough. Good enough. But uh, just past failing. Yes. Just but, past uh, No, I mean, this seriously, you know, are, are we going to start getting that all these... Tri- but, you know, a lot of the new content is coming on these different streaming services. And you want to see it when it comes out. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's why people sometimes have an issue with Mando. Because they can't, you know, Netflix kind of ruined everybody. Because they do having, it all at once. Because they do it all at once. No, I love week can, to week. Week I, to week. I is love the way to week go. to week too. You make it an event. If the thing is big enough, it's the right project for this sort of style. Right. Having it week to week is perfect. No, and I'm I'm in favor of week to week. But I mean, people have gotten so used to because for the longest time, Netflix was yeah. the only dog and pony show. Here's a here's a whole season of Stranger Things. Like that's crazy. Right. It, all at once. To me, that seems wild. Like I don't know why they don't do it episode by episode yeah i wish they would yeah because i feel pressured to, ha- to have to watch it all all at once right even though i don't want to like i i'm the type of person that would watch one a week or like one a night for the next couple nights right i won't sit there and watch a bunch i like to to savor it you know i like i like it to be more of an experience because then like oh stranger things is over it's it came out two days ago it's over though yeah you know what i mean so i have to wait till next october or two october yeah, i like it to, to be to take a little longer and i like to you know have time to think about it between episodes and talk about it and that's that's the and fun that's, of it that's my favorite part with the mando series yeah. you know we can talk about it at work or talk about it to our friends mm-hmm. and you know and then we're excited for when it comes you know it goes back to the old serial reel you know, experience from back in the day when mm-hmm. you know the you had the water cooler television. Chris. Exactly, but um, no, but I think we've had Netflix for so long beforehand mm-hmm. that it's kind of almost ruined some of that experience for other things. Sure, because people have gotten impatient. Screw them! It's like oh, get out of here. You know, but then get out again, of here with your going, going the week to week. <laughs> That also plays into what I was talking about, is you have to have these, if you want to see it, be able to talk about it, yeah. you have to have these streaming. You do have a streaming. bit of a, de- a deadline, too. If you, yeah. if you don't want to come to work and have it ruined, you better have it watched. Right. So, I mean, if you sit there and flip-flop, you know, between... Well, if you plan between, it correctly, you, this won't be a problem. Okay. So, All you're right. going to, like, earphones on the whole time... For months, yes, you know, in between and not listening to anybody, yeah, you know that's not going to happen. Time it right, just time it right. Yeah, and then don't turn on the internet. Don't turn on the internet's always on, my friend. Oh, I know, but that's what I mean. It's like Denny's. to avoid any of this, you have to not do that. So, but I mean, the internet is the Denny's of the internet. Wait, <laughs> it's always open, Chris. <laughs> I thought you were saying good in the damned. Uh, I don't know what I was trying to say there. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Hey, but, uh, instead of talking about Mando, let's talk about Mando. Yes. You want to? I want to. I'm now, ready. Oh, but anyway, Dune is going to be oh, on. big on, time yes, ready for that. We're both ready for that one. Very huge. And then, uh, yeah, a lot of the <sighs> things that, you know. The spice is going to flow, Chris. Yes. The Sardaukar, they're going to show up. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Benny Jesuit. When is that? Check them off the list. They're when there. It, when is that release? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I, I didn't look at the date. It's I, next year. I, I, it's sometime <laughs> next year. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's one of those things where it's like, well, don't even think about it. Don't even get excited about it because they're probably going to yank it away from me anyway. So well, but now, find a way. now with them talking about opening up theaters and in streaming, it's. Yeah. I think it's pretty much a, once they've set that date. That's a. I wish Dune a was a deal. Christmas Day thing instead of Wonder Woman. Get out of here, Wonder Woman. Yeah. We don't want you. You know. I know a lot of people do actually want Wonder Woman. Right. And it's good for Christmas, but dang it, I want Dune. You know. Gosh darn it, I want Dune. Oh, by the way, just a, a little quick side note. Mm-hmm. Did you see that uh, Mads Mikkelsen... Is going to replace Johnny Depp? Yeah. Uh, in the... I don't care. I just like him. So I, on so many levels, he, I don't care. Although I love Mads, so I guess that's the, the most reason for me to care and is I, that I love he Mads. And I think he will bring that role of creepiness to like the nth level. What, the, what are they going to do with his eyes? They're going to do something funky with his eyes. That's the whole Mads Mikkelsen thing. Well, yeah. There's always something oozing well, out of him. Well, and Johnny Depp's character has like white, white, uh, like bluish white, mm-hmm. you know. Eyes. Eyes. So <laughs> it's early. It's early. All right. Let's get into the meat and potatoes. Mandalorian. Now, yes. listen, if you, there are spoilers here. If you haven't watched Mandalorian. Massive spoilers. Episodes, what are these, 13 and 14? Yes. If you've not watched them yet, guys. Don't listen to this. Go watch, then come back. Because you're going to find out all kinds of things that you didn't want to know. Right. Well, you did, but you should see things them you first. can't unhear. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, we're going to get right into it. All right, Mandalorian, episode thirteen. Yeah. Uh, all right, <laughs> the Jedi. The, the Jedi. So it starts with a bunch of people running around. There's lots of shouting. It's on this planet that kind we of don't, a desolate woods. It's swamp, looking like. Looking bad, yeah. this planet. Something's gone on. We don't know. Um, you see a guy hit like this giant gong thing that looks like it kind of looks like a piece of a spaceship or something. Like it could have been an engine housing yeah, or something. Yeah, something like that. But it he hits it with this big mallet and it goes boom. It's to uh, I guess alert the town that there's some sort of disturbance going right. on. Right. Um, the the show is not messing around in this episode. No. The first thing we get, almost the first thing, is. A huge reveal of Ahsoka. Yes, Ahsoka is here. She's not well, to be trifled a, with. A huge, uh, a a huge reveal of very first thing you see in the twin white lightsabers. Yes, I mean, I mean that's, right off the bat, she's yeah. killing it and killing lots of guys. Yeah, what happened to my words? <laughs> um, lots of people. She's just going nuts. She's got both the blades. They're pure white. She looks exactly like you think or want her right. to look i mean right. i know some people are like Ooh, her, her casting is weird i don't think so she's no. she's fine she's great i've i've even seen people like you know her her things on her head aren't big enough on the top and that's for design i'm like come yeah, on i heard they really messed with that a lot and it, it was essentially like down to in real life it wouldn't look it would look dumb or be or it would be too unwieldy on the actor right, so like right. this, come on let's just be maybe when she gets older they get a little smaller yeah Come on, like that. It's so easily explained. Star Wars fans, you're the worst. I love you. Yeah. I'm one of you. <laughs> yeah. um, she's fighting a bunch of these masked guards. They have like these breathing tubes. They look really cool, actually. Right. I really like all these. I love. What is it about? I love those throwaway designs. Those guards that just look. They're uniform, but they're kind of dark. They they look like old school Star Wars. Right. You know. And then the the communicators, you know, the, you know, they have those built-in communicators in them, and it sounds like the like the eighties sci-fi. Oh yeah, 
you know. I'm a huge fan of like generic Star Wars looks. Right. I don't know what it is, but they're just perfect for me, especially from this era of Star Wars. Right. Um, they have the thin visor as well. I just that's just a, such a Star Wars thing. Yeah. Um, they lose track of Ahsoka. She's hiding behind a tree. She does this awesome move where she makes a noise somewhere else in the woods. It distracts them, and then she just slices the guy through the tree. And that through is the, the coolest part, though. Yeah. Because explain that a little bit more with the... What do you mean? When she slices the guy through the tree, you see the lightsaber blades yeah, cut yeah. through. Straight through the tree. And it's still standing. Right. Then she takes the force and pushes the piece right. that was in between the two blades. Right. Nails somebody else and like drops the tree and it's still standing there. And then it slowly and falls And then it down. falls over. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. It's very Japanese anime yes. to me. But it looked great. It, it, was it worked pretty good yeah <laughs> it worked for her um let's see here her, the sabers and, and her using the force and her movements it looks every bit as star warsy as you would want well and the thing is is they i think they took a lot of time and detail to get some of her positioning yeah to to you know her her the way she holds the lightsabers the way like there's one spot that she peers behind two guys they put a lot of care into this. They put sure. a lot of Every care shot. into from previous shots of the character in the animation of Clone Wars and yeah. Rebels. I feel like she really embodies Ahsoka. A yeah. character I don't know that much about. Right. To be fair, I've I've not watched all the Clone Wars or anything. So I don't have I didn't have that huge reaction. I know a lot of people did for this episode. This giant reaction of like, there's my character. I can't believe it. She's finally here. And I know a lot of people like cried and had a big emotional feeling with right. that. I was happy to see her. I knew right. she was eventually you're going to show up and i really like rosario dawson right and i don't have any problem with this character no but for me it wasn't the huge reveal and, and some people are like you know like you said with the casting i think she played it perfectly because if you watch the last episode of that last season that they put on disney plus of mm-hmm. clone wars her mentality she's grown up a at bit. that point on that last really on those last couple of episodes that were on there mm-hmm. is really how you know she played it in this episode so she nailed it so i think she did i, I, think so I mean from what people i people may disagree but i think she did well the next thing we see is michael bean uh you know dun, 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 from dun, dun, dun. aliens dun, dun, dun. terminator the rock planet terror if you like that movie um tons of good stuff uh i love his armor his armor is so cool it, it is looks, so Dengar. It looks a lot like Dengar. It's not the same, but it's very close to Dengar. And yeah. again, I have I'm just a sucker for this look. This I don't know what what you would call that well, outside ha- of Star Wars. What uh, I mean, it's it is nothing but that Star Wars. It's the Star Wars encompassing world. It's not just, you know, your main like the main movies, the, the Skywalkers and the right. you know, Palpatine. Well, with and a lot this. of this stuff, it's like, oh well, the the look is inspired by like, oh we we took some World War II thing and then made it spacey. Right. A lot of it is like you can see where it came from, but I don't know with that with that armor. I think the original kind of stuff maybe was samurai some, stuff. I mean, I don't know. Well, this this episode screamed samurai spaghetti western. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, there's shots straight out oh, of yeah. a curse. We'll get there, but yeah. yes. But yeah, so I love his armor. It's just I want an action figure of him like right now. Right. That character is awesome. Now, little side note: when you were talking about like the small stuff with the with the, uh, 
you know, with the, like, the designers and stuff. Have you seen the gallery from last season? I haven't finished it yet, remember? Okay. Well, Dang I didn't it. know if you finally finished. No, I need to. I will. Yes. I will. Because they have stuff about the guys that did the special effects and did the, you know, the design and all. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, these guys have been around for a long time. And some of the people they, well, some of the guys have worked on the original trilogy. Right. And some of them have done, like, with George on the prequels. Um, most of them, none of them did on the new ones. I know they're they're uh, constantly pulling stuff from yeah. the Macquarie stuff too. Yeah, all that and I work, mean, so, there's yeah. there's a ton of stuff I've seen. I saw a documentary was about like Star Wars, yeah. and it had a huge section. There's stuff that we haven't even seen. Apparently, that Macquarie, Macquarie did basically. I mean, invented the look and feel yeah. of Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, hands down. Yeah. But they did a great job of making it come alive. Right. I mean, so, you know, hands down to everybody. Yeah. Hands up. Hands, hands. put your, they're all dancing. Look, yeah. the hands down, hands up. They love it. Okay. It's anyway. It's hokey pokey. The, I don't know if that's how you do that. I, I, hey, by the way, side note, I just, I made a discovery. I was just looking up Dengar for fun. Okay. Like you do, you know. Yeah. Apparently, Dengar was in Rise of Skywalker. I did not know. I did not. I did not know. Apparently, he's like, changed a lot he's he's got these body modifications now mm-hmm. i guess t- to fight his old age because he was already you know old in right. empire strikes back um he's done all these body mods to try and live longer and be, huh. be more efficient or whatever so his body is all wrong and screwed up and his head is all funky looking huh. um i did he, not know that and he's under an alias now rothgar deng Okay. So, yeah. but if you look this up, Rothgar Deng, I mean, it's clearly him. Right. And they heavily, they heavily imply that it's Dengar. Right. Which is fun. I, I kind of love Dengar as he is, so it's weird to see him look so weird. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, any Dengar love is good love. <laughs> Give me a hug, Dengar. Uh, the next thing we see, okay, uh, we go back to being, uh, his name is Lang. He's called Lang in this, uh, right. this thing. And he's standing there with um, a, a character called the um, magistrate. magistrate. Thank you. Um, who is played by Deanna Lee Inosanto. Yeah. Who is a stunt woman and also happens to be the Bruce Lee's goddaughter. Yeah. How cool is that? That's oh, just awesome. Neat. And I know I've seen her in a ton of other Apparently things. she's been in a bunch of things. Yeah. She's, she's fantastic. Yeah. Um, she's watching out over the clearing. It's very foggy or dusty. I can't really tell. I think it's like fog and kind of it smog almost, from the like. But it almost looks swampy, like swampy. There's been burning. an explosion or something, and it's well, all, it's like the like the scorched earth kind of. Yeah. Thing. Why does it look like that? Well, it's not just. It's not. That's kind of talked about. Did I miss something? Well, she can't remember. There's a little bit part later that Ahsoka talks about. How they've like destroyed worlds and mm-hmm. for their factories and right. So you think that's what that, why I think that that's, is? Yeah, they used all that wood, all the resources yeah. and stuff that they've stripped. Okay, fair enough. Um, let's see. Ahsoka shows up, takes out more guards. Uh, the episode is really uh not messing around with Ahsoka and no, her and no. her use of the the blades in the forest. Like you get all the stuff you'd want to see, right? You know, she gets plenty of time for action. Oh yeah, it's not just you know one and done. No, you get she gets a couple of no. Of it's scenes. it's pretty much through the majority of the. They're almost showing her like it's a horror movie, like she, and she's the slasher. She, yeah, the way it's shot, the camera zooms in on a guy and then she shows up and it makes this sound. You, you know, know she sound, goes in and out of the fog. Yeah, and, and she's hiding in the fog. Right, it makes this sound. It goes. Wah! 
and that's like the whole theme of the sh- of this episode is that you know what it reminds me of? What's that? Hell's Kitchen. The show Hell's Kitchen. Uh huh. When like when it turns out like when Gordon Ramsay finds out someone did something <laughs> wrong. And he like he turns to look at them and then it goes and the guy and he's like Madam You sure that's not the sound he makes when he gets pissed off? No. He just swears. <laughs> yeah. But it's that same sound. A lot of um like reality TV shows right. use this like when anything is wrong, like you can't believe it. Like we just like on I, I don't know something. I almost made a Pawn Stars reference, but I've literally right. never seen an episode of Pawn Stars, <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. Um. So she's she's doing great. She's doing lots of murder kills. She she gets up to the where the magistrate is, and the magistrate. Well, she's she's kind of like in the fog, so right. magistrate just goes show yourself. Um. And this is when we see Ahsoka for the first time unhooded. Right. And they're kind of up on top of the wall. Yeah, they're on a wall. And it she's looks like very down on... Game of Thrones Yeah. Um, she, did you think that Ahsoka looked a little CG? There's a, There's a strangeness that, to her. Especially at the beginning. Yeah. It looked like later it didn't look quite as much. I don't know if it was the lighting or what it was. Yeah, I'm not sure. Something that. about her, like, it really looked like the animation. It, it just, yeah. It, was, it struck me as odd, but I couldn't place what exactly um magistrate says that she's been expecting ahsoka but she won't tell her anything um so then she's like basically i'm gonna kill all these townspeople because of you so how do you feel about that yeah it was kind of that how many will it take one ten a hundred all of that you know (laughs) it's almost like a Wee herman (laughs) how many would it take one ten a (laughs) hundred i can't really do a Wee herman voice but I can see that being him. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, Ahsoka says, surrender or face the consequences. You have one day to decide. That's very Luke Skywalker talking to Jabba. Right. Uh, and if we know anything about Jedi. Well, and honestly, kind of that whole scene of her walking up with the cloak yeah. on and then her taking it off and then talking. That's you just know, some kinda, Jedi stuff, man. Yeah. So, But if we know anything about you know a Jedi giving you an ultimatum. You should probably just do it because <laughs> it's not going to end well. Yeah, usually doesn't. Um, the scene ends with another Hell's Kitchen sound. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, well, the, and the I, lamb I sauce is nowhere that, to be found. Yeah, I think that a lot of it is, it, like I said, it did a, a ton of this episode derived from like Kurosawa. Mm. You know, that's that... The whole vibe of it. The that, smoky, foggy samurai. Right. Yeah, the lone samurai yep. walking up to, you know... A, a village Almost that's... imaginable odds kind of thing, yep. you know. Yeah. They think they have the, the higher ground and... Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> that only works for Omi. Uh, yes. Ahsoka, she disappears into the mist. Lang turns to the magistrate and says, we will be ready when she returns. Um that again struck me as a, an echo back to Darth Maul talking to Palpatine. Right. And as we reveal ourselves for the Jedi. Uh, they put the prisoner in a cage. The guy's screaming. It's terrible. Um, I just I have a bunch of notes here about why I really like Lang's armor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's when you get the title card next. Right. Uh, chapter 13, The Jedi. Yeah. We see the Razor Crest. We got Baby Yoda, Mando. He says the planet is called Corvus. Now, I have a little bit on this. Right. In the previous Expanded Universe stuff, there's a system called the Corvus system. Right. But apparently, this is not the same one. There's also a clone trooper called Corvus who served under Plo Koon. Hmm. Apparently, this is not anything to do with right. that as well. Apparently, this Corvus is spelled differently. Okay. This, those other Corvuses are spelled C-O-R-V-I-S. But okay. this one is C-O-R-V-U-S. So, okay. it's an important Corvus, distinction. Corvus, not Corvus. 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 Uh, so 
Baby Yoda doesn't want to get into his seat. He wants to eat that ball or play with the ball from the stick. Is your phone ringing? Is your what are you doing? <laughs> okay, I couldn't. I couldn't just let it go and let you sort it out. I have to like could totally call you out. Okay, it was on on silent, mm-hmm. but it was sort of buzzing up against the chair. Okay, sorry. Um. Anyway, he sits in the chair and he whines a little, and he wants that ball from the control stick. Right. So he uses the force uh, and unscrews it as the ship goes in yeah. to the planet. Uh, we get another shot of the planet. It's a little lighter now, but it really, it's just dead trees and smoke or fog. Right. It really looks like something bad happened, but we don't I know I mean, what. it looks like, you know, a giant forest fire, yep. kind of. Yep. You know, trees are stripped. And Space smoking the bear failed. There's green kind of fog overhang, you know, toxic yep. almost. Something bad, right. for sure. Um, Baby Yoda still has that ball as they're coming down the ramp, and Mando yep. has to take it. He has to take it away. He says that belongs <laughs> on the ship. Mando says he's never had dealings with a Jedi before, but we already knew that. It seems like for the re- for like a reminder for the audience, like right. j- don't forget. I don't know how to handle this. Right. Hope nothing bad happens. Um, Mando rolls into town. He talks to Lang. Uh, Lang knows he's a hunter. You can just tell right. by looking at him. Mando says he's looking for a layover. Lang. Uh, he asks if Mando is in the guild, which was a cool little right. thing. Right. And he says, last well, see, I that, checked. That's kind of what makes me think there's somehow uh, a relationship with Lang and, like, the Dengar type of yeah, you know, so people. L- Lang, that, Lang may also be in the guild. We don't know that. That's what I mean. He could be. He's some kind of hired gun, for sure. Right. We know that from, right. from things that he says later. But, yeah, I don't know exactly what he is. But he, maybe he's an ex-bounty hunter. Or right. maybe he just has had dealings with those right. before. But, yeah, so he, he knows. He knows what's up. Um, but I like that Mando says, last I checked, yeah. you, you never know. <laughs> um, Mando walks down the streets. It's a typical dirty Star Wars world. Right. It's it's, it's pretty perfect, though. Yeah. I, I do love it. Again, this just like generic Star Wars is, I feel at home. Right. I, I just love it. It doesn't matter. You know, I, I love it. Uh, people walk away when he tries to talk to him. He talks to a vendor and they just, they just walk away from him. They want right. to talk to him. And then this local dude's like, don't talk to any of us. Just just leave us alone. Well, he's basically. talking to uh, two little kids. He's trying to talk first. to the kids, yeah. And he's like, don't talk to them. Don't talk to us. Just get, basically, like, just get right. out of here. Leave us alone. Um, because they got enough trouble. But, but it was almost that it was uh, scared talking to him. Well, right. It wasn't, you know, really, it wasn't yeah. that, you know, it's not that they wanted to be. They think that it will cause trouble for right. them. Obviously, the magistrate is running this little village in a way that's Well, and then evil. again, like I said, that goes back to, like, the... The samurai movie with the evil, yes. you know, and then like the westerns with the the you know the crappy sheriff and the, and yeah. the rich a terrorized town terrorized town kind of thing yeah, yeah. um so a, a bunch of the guards come up to Mando and they say the magistrate would like to see you he goes he goes right with him right uh, I also noticed at this point that he had his rifle with him well did his you tuning also, fork gun. yeah right. And the fact that he was constantly kind of keeping Baby Yoda is hidden under a cloak, right. under, under his cape thing or whatever. Right. Um, but he he does have his rifle. It's funny that he has that because yeah. you know he's gonna you know you know when you see it it's like oh he's gonna need that. Oh yeah. Um, they they walk past people being tortured in these kind of neat looking um, they almost torture like, devices. They almost like like the uh, medieval like hanging cages. A little bit of. like that. It's like a electric. Um, Iron Maiden or something. 
I don't know, some some along those lines. It looks horrible. Um, they walk uh, right up to the, the magistrate's place. Uh, I have a note here that says the ma- magistrate's place. Magist place. We're going to move on. Okay. <laughs> She's got a really nice garden, kind of like Japanese garden. Right. Uh, I, obviously, you know, with all the samurai stuff, it just made sense for it to be that. Um, she wants to hire Mando. Uh, he's like, oh, my, my price is high. But she wants she wants Mando to kill the Jedi, and she reminds Mando that the Jedi and the Mandalorians are ancient enemies. Um, and at this point, she gets this giant spear from a robot that's mm-hmm. behind her, and Mando realizes it's pure Beskar. I like the test where he hits it up against his armor. And the sound that it makes. It mm-hmm. I also want to tuned. Yeah, it's a really cool weapon. It's simple, um, and it's got weird. It's got it's almost like single Lego pieces. Those weird little. Like almost like the size of the head of a Lego guy, right. but like thinner. Yeah, it looks like a bunch of those on top of each other. It's really cool. Like, yeah, <laughs> I like it. Um, there's also a little a cool aspect to this where she hands him the spear without. She's not worried. She's so confident. She hands right. him the spear. She's so in control. Yeah, she, and she has that thing where um you know she shows that she's not afraid right, to just right. straight up hand this stranger a weapon yeah. it's like a power move yeah i like that well that's a, that's a, like i said going back you know those are the kind of thing aspects of exactly those movies right. that they've been using you know it's that that uh village leader that you know has no no qualms of killing someone and they know it so yeah. they they don't think anybody will will go against them so they yeah. can be whatever they want to do I like that. Kind of thing, yeah. That was pretty badass. Um, so the next shot is Mando leaving. Um, Lang sees Baby Yoda, and he's like, what is that? And he's like, I keep it for around for, I keep it around for luck. Uh, and Lang goes, you're going to need it where you're headed. Yeah. Baby Yoda makes some adorable noises. Right. Uh, now, I've noticed here, especially in the last few episodes. more vocal, for sure. Very more vocal. Yeah. And, and more kind of more, you know... Of course, he's not speaking really. You he's know, babbling. other than coos, he's babbling, babbling. But I mean, it's almost like he's communicating back and forth. It does seem like bit. he can kind of talk to Mando a little bit. They definitely but not understand that he each understands, other. But well, yeah, or ooh. at least Mando doesn't understand him. They understand each other a little bit, right. to some degree. Um, more Hell's Kitchen sounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all dead-looking tree. I mean, really, more of the same landscape. Uh, Mando climbs under more trees, and then more Hell's Kitchen sound. It's just all over the place. Right. We see some Mando vision shots. Uh, he puts the baby down, scans the area. That's when you know something's going to happen. As right. soon as he puts the baby down, um, and you hear that kind of hum. Yep. You know, with the music in the background, and you, you see those giant creatures in the background. I don't think I mentioned it before, but when no. Mando got off the ship, you could see these giant creatures. Uh, they're they're very. They look like living ATATs. I kinda, mean, that's the yeah. best way to I describe mean, yeah, them. That they're huge. Um, he he sees those. They make a sound, and he says, "Oh, it's a false alarm." And then that's when your fake out happens, and right. Ahsoka comes out of nowhere with those lightsabers blazing. Yep, she's coming at him, and we get to see Mando totally use the best card to block lightsabers. Yes, which, oh man, it's very cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if she wanted to, she could have just used the force and like, you know, snapped right. his neck or something. Right, but they always uh, conveniently don't do that. Well, I think because she is, you know, on the light side of the force, mm-hmm. just because she's going to kill him doesn't necessarily mean that it's not going to be brutal. It won't be. It won't be. 
It'll cruel. be more honorable. Yeah, that would be cruel. You know. Um, but it, it, that's the kind of thing that we have only ever seen in like comic books or read right. about. Getting to see it in live action form, a Jedi versus a Mandalorian like right. that, is really cool. Yeah. It's like a childhood uh, dream yeah. come true. This this show keeps delivering on those. Yeah. He flamethrowers her and he binds her. Like he 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 really could it could go in his favor. Right. Um but she jumps out of it and she she goes to attack him again. But then he says he says her name. Yeah. And he says he was sent by Bo Katan. And that gets her to stop. And she right. goes, Oh, I hope it's about him. And she points yeah. to Baby Yoda. Um the next thing we get is it's nighttime. And there's a giant moon under this tree that's curling around it. It's so uh, cinematic, yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Very, I love it. Almost Tim Burton, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas esque. Yes, the way it kind of curls around yeah. the moon. Yeah, we get Ahsoka and the baby in front of a glow lamp, and it seems like they're somehow communicating with each right. other without you words. You can't really tell, but right. um, <laughs> if you're Rosario Dawson and you have to sit and just like. Staring. Make make expressions, pretend to be mentally communicating with an insane puppet. You're living a life. But at least, you know, it's super cute so she can be legitimately making those faces. Yeah. It's just I, I just <laughs> thought to myself, this is the most ridiculous thing. It's almost as ridiculous as Frog Frog Family. Right. That's my favorite. <laughs> I want I just want to live I want a whole series of like a sitcom about Frog Family. It's kinda like the old dinosaurs one. Well, exactly what I was thinking of. Not the mama. <laughs> um, I like that they're giving Ahsoka a bit more of a mystical quality. Yeah, I don't know if it's just because she's a Jedi and we haven't seen one of those, but the show really does seem to lean into that mystical. The music is fantastical and sort of wondrous, and right. the setting is a little bit just sort of there's something very fantasy esque right. about it. Well, near like I said, near the end in that last season that was on Disney Plus, she kind of pushed more to that aspect. Yeah. Of being a little more of a, a I don't want to say wizard level Jedi. Right. But that's but more of kind of in going in that direction. But to me that's the most interesting kind or or not maybe not the most interesting, but that that is a very interesting right thing for her to be and I I, I really like that yeah. for her. I didn't like her in Clone Wars originally because she was like a whiny little she was like Anakin version two. Sort of. Yeah. yeah. She was the anti Annie. Kind of, but she did a lot of the same annoying things. Right, he did right. So, yeah. Anyway, she. I like this version of Ahsoka. Is yes. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Mando asks if uh, she can understand him, and she says, "In a way, in a way." Right. And then she casually just drops his name. Yeah. Spoilers right here. She, she, man, she just kind of goes, "Oh, Gro, go." His name's Grogu. Yeah. I forget what the line was, but Grogu understands. We Grogu. Yeah. She says Grogu, and he's like, Grogu. And when Mando says it, little baby Yoda goes, yeah. <laughs> he looks right at him. Yeah. <laughs> Grogu. I love, I love it. As soon as Mando says it, yeah. baby Yoda looks like, right what? at him like, oh, you said my name. Yeah. It's adorable. The noise is adorable. Yeah. I want more of it. Um, There's a small moment there where you feel like their bond solidifies. Right. When you feel like. Mando and Baby Yoda, like him learning the name, right? It somehow makes their connection stronger, uh, which plays right into what this episode really, ultimately, the statement that it makes here. Yeah. Um, she says she gives us tons of backstory. Like I didn't expect all this right away. Oh, I know. Um, 
She says Grogu was trained at the Jedi Temple on Coruscant uh, years ago and by many masters. Right. So he's probably got info in there about all kinds of people that right. we know of. Um, at the end of the Clone Wars, uh, he was hidden. Someone took him from the temple. Who is the uh, someone? We don't know. That's a huge I've I've actually kind of, I thought was kind of neat. Was somebody's, and it was a fan theory, but that it was actually Mace Windu. I saw that. I also saw that maybe it was Anakin himself. I don't think I, 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 I would totally disagree with the, the Anakin. The, the whole point, the whole theory is that like because there was still good in him, he maybe had some regret, and Grogu was too adorable for him to kill. Yeah, no. I'm just telling you that's what <laughs> I, know, the, I read I know, this theory. I know. Um, by the way, when I wrote that sentence at the end of the Clone Wars, right. uh, I wrote it wrong, and I wrote at the end of the Clown Wars. <laughs> Can you imagine the Clown Wars? For oh a my gosh, what would a Clown that's- War be like? Just a lot of honking and <laughs> big shoes. And <laughs> I'm thinking like Death Wish 3 where it's just like a whole city block of clowns just running in buildings. Attacking killer clowns from outer space yeah. means Death Wish. Yes. <laughs> Charles Bronson versus a bunch of killer clowns. Dude, there's like a real chance that could, that could have happened. Like that movie could have existed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got to do something about these clowns. <laughs> <laughs> they're, all, they're overrunning the streets. Drops a car on one and with his big shoes still sitting underneath. <laughs> and then five more clowns come on piling out oh of the car. Oh, my God. Charles Bronson versus clowns. <laughs> Can somebody please Photoshop me a poster? I will pay money to put it on my wall. <laughs> the Clown Wars. Starring Charles Bronson. I need it. Oh, <laughs> so anyway once he was taken from the temple his memory becomes dark she says he was lost and alone she references that she knew yoda right um says he was a wise old fella yeah um ahsoka wants to know if grogu can still wield the force right um she tells mando about the force because up until now he didn't really no, he didn't have, no have that term i don't think well and i think after jedi there was a lot lost because I mean, you know, Already, going back to the prequels, even before that, I you mean, know, it was even in in A New Hope. It's like the Jedi were are this ancient. Well, I think it was history. it was more talked about, but it was kind of like, eh, well, that was you know, yeah, but mainly because Vader's walking around and they're like, oh, you're, yeah, you know, you know they gave him that line about your devotion to that sad religion, your sad right. devotion to that ancient religion, whatever the, the line is, right? Um, so yeah, clearly their fire has gone out of the universe, right? Uh, so she says that she wants to test Grogu. Um, meanwhile, Grogu falls asleep on a rock right in front of the fire. Right. That kid is going to fall on that fire and that's going to be the end of it. Um, so, but anyway, she says she'll test him in the morning. Um, so she holds out this rock and and she like kind of floats it with the, with the force. Yeah. yeah, To Grogu. Um, he catches it. It's adorable. Uh, and Grogu, he pulls a total Yoda move. Right. And just instead of throwing it back, just throws Drops it down. It. Yeah. yeah, like no, I'm not in the mood. Well, yeah, she's like, well, well, you know, send it back to me. Yeah, and he just, eh, nope, no. Yeah, he's got that Yoda streak in him. <laughs> right. Um, she says that she senses a lot of fear in Grogu, um, and he's hidden his abilities to survive over the years. But she wants to see if maybe Grogu will listen when Mando tells him to do. Right. It. So we 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 see the scene where. <laughs> Mando again says Grogu and he goes <laughs> first he says Kin yeah and then he, she's like Grogu Grogu she yeah. reminds him that his name yeah. is Grogu uh, 
So he, you know, he floats the ball. Grogu does it. Um, well, first he does the rock, and he won't well, do. He it. won't do the rock, and he pulls out the the, the ball. ball. Yeah, yeah, the metal ball from the from the control stick in the Razor Crest, and Grogu goes right for it. They know. Right. Um, and then we get another thank Farrick. Yep. Comment. He, he lots of lots of thanks. Yep. Um, but she's worried because Grogu's too connected to Mando, and right. that could basically be used against him to lead him down a dark path. And it, she it, sa- she totally makes an Anakin Skywalker oh, yeah, reference. Yeah. Um, she's seen what it can do to a fully trained Jedi Knight, yeah. so she doesn't want to train the, him. One of the best of or the best the of best us. of us. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Mando says that the magistrates sent him to kill her, and in exchange for helping to defeat her, Ahsoka should train Grogu. So, um, he and Mando tells. Uh, Ahsoka, basically they got a small army in there. Right. You're going to need some help. Uh, and Ahsoka tells uh, Mando that her name, the the magistrate's name is Morgan Elsbeth, yes. who apparently, was she in Clone Wars? I think there was a or moment. She's mentioned? There's like, I, uh, I know with Thrawn, she was like his like second in command. Yeah, okay. Kind of thing. And she wasn't in a ton. I don't remember her from the original... Zon books, no. which are the only Thrawn I really know about, right. and some of the other offshoots of those. But right. uh, I haven't read the newer Thrawn stuff, so may- mm. she must be in there. Yeah. Um. So basically, she she helped build the Imperial fleet, I yes. guess, with her uh, right with her. Uh, she's like money a, and power. Yeah, she's like an industrial. She's an industrialist, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, like Max Zorin and a view to a kill. Yeah, right. Shout outs to my Bond fans. Yes, a French industrialist. Um. <laughs> let's see. Can you believe that they say he's French? Christopher Walken in that movie? No, not at all. I'm happiest in the saddle. Anyway, they agreed to uh, basically just siege the town. Although I would have pained to hear him trying to do a French accent. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, in the, in the movie they go, he doesn't He doesn't have an accent. He no, has no yeah, accent. None. He clearly has an accent. <laughs> <laughs> but we can talk about a video of Kill some other time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mando says, a Mandalorian and a Jedi, they'll never see it coming. And it's true. Right. The mortal enemy is to, to team up and, yeah. you know, the enemy of my enemy. Is my friend. Yeah. Uh, she just rushes up. So the ne- next thing you see is just, you know, back at the village. She just rushes in, handles a bunch of guards. She jumps up on the wall. She slices that big gong thing in half. Right. Half um, of it, like, falls over. It's in really the, cool. In the whole I wish it would have smashed somebody, but, you yeah. know, it makes a cool noise. <laughs> right. Um, so basically... I like the symbolism too of like they're trying to sound the alarm. She silences that alarm. Yeah. You're in trouble. Yeah. Like you, you can't even warn people now. It's over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So she she slices her way into town. Some pretty good kills. Some good action. Right. The one the one guy tries to run away and she just gives <laughs> him a look. Oh man, that yeah. that moment is good. Yeah. I, I, this was a great episode. Uh. So the magistrate comes out and she's. Just sees her down the street. Basically, there's, there's the. It's a shot straight out of a samurai film. Yeah. I mean, really, I mean, I've really seen a is. sign to sign. Yeah, you know, of one of Kurosawa. Just like when the hero just... meets the villain, right? And they they have a stare down, and then whatever whatever happens, usually then there's a duel, right? Um, which is exactly what happens. Ahsoka throws down Mando's shoulder armor, though. His right. oh, What do you call that? His ar- shoulder. His insignia. Yeah. Shoulder whatever pad, it is. And the one that's got the mud horn on it. Yep. Uh, and she says the bounty hunter failed. She asks where the magistrate's master is. They open fire. <laughs> so yeah. doesn't she say something about? I forget. Just, There's a line, but yeah. I forget what it was. I didn't write it down. And but, then she just does that that typical 
kill her and turns yep. away. Yep. Something like that. So, but then Mando flies in just as they're about to execute the prisoners. Because, oh, yeah, Magistrate said, right. oh, yeah, kill the prisoners. Yeah. The local guy from earlier helps Mando, which I don't know if the show is implying that maybe he was the previous like, I think magistrate he was like the mayor or, or the previous or the, mayor or whatever. Right. Um, we'll go back to that later, but yeah. um, there's there's these shots of Lang walking around with his like huge ass blaster. Is it a shotgun? It looks like a shotgun. Kind like, that the, the looks design like of the it. same gun that Boss had. It's similar, yeah. It's if it's very not, similar. if it's not the same, but it no. looks like a shotgun, kind of. Yeah, but but it looks to shoot like just like a like a heavy blaster. Right. I love that him the look of him oh, with yeah. the armor. And that blaster, it's a, and, and his posture—he's got this hunched, like this old gunfighter that's yeah, been around for a long time. He's got time. this it's, like hunched over, but he still seems like he could probably get the job done in most situations, right? And his voice—I mean, yes, even, even brought that like heaviness to again with Star Wars introducing us to these badass characters, right? That aren't that are nobodies. Characters. Yeah, they're they're side characters, but I really—I don't know what it was, but I really like Lang. Yeah, I would love to see. Anything else we can get right. about him? Fantastic character, and I know most people probably won't care about him, but for well, for whatever reason, for me, I just really connected. Let's I be honest: liked... there's been some characters from season one. Well, we'll get that to have that. really made an impression. We'll get on to that. P- yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, I'm just in my notes. I'm just gushing about how I love that armor and everything. <laughs> I'm gonna have to if there's a figure. Lang's my dude. I don't oh, know what yeah. it is. It's that same thing with why I love the bounty hunters back in the yeah. day. You see these characters, they're on screen for 10 seconds. Yeah. And then you just, you see them over and over and you wonder and you think like, what did they do? What are they, what are they, what's their thing? You know? Right. They look like badasses. Yeah. I want to know more. Backstory, backstory, backstory. Backstory badasses. Yeah. Uh, so there's two droids helping Lang. Like these death droids. Yeah. They're called HK-87, which Very has, Terminator-esque. Well, they've been around in the Star Wars canon for a long time. I right. think this is the first time we've seen them in live action. Yeah. I think... Um, I know that some of them have been in the games before. Right, right. But um, yeah, it's funny because Lang, the, right. the guy who is Kyle from Terminator, right. is walking around with essentially two Terminators <laughs> trying to find Ahsoka. Right. Which I thought that was just fantastic. Little, yeah. A little nod, probably. Yeah. Um, and there's also been tons of alien references. Oh, I know. Uh, so it's just like all this alien love. You, you know, know with this, with the, with the ice planet. You know, yeah, with the spiders, tons of stuff. Yeah, so um, let's see here. I mean, it's got to be a Terminator reference. It has to well, be. Yeah, I mean, and especially the way they move. I mean, it was right out of, you know, the first Terminator movie when he's just, when, a, when he's just the the, the skeleton. skeleton. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I looked up those droids a little bit. Apparently, they're um, based on old Macquarie designs. Right, that were originally going to be in Empire Strikes Back as unused bounty hunters. So there nice. you go. Um. And so now this is really cool. This little shot, I think this shot is super well done. And I don't think probably most people might have missed it, but there's the thing that that the filmmakers do here where y- you get the dun By the way, this was Dave Filoni that directed. Yeah. yeah, well, Dave Dave's got. I don't know who who did this, but I mean, who made this decision? Right. But this decision is incredibly good. And to me it made a big impact. Um so when so basically we have this stare down mm-hmm. of Lang versus Mando yeah. in the street, right? Right. And you get the first shot of Mando, and it goes dun dun. It's from the Mando. It is straight out of you know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right. But listen, I here's, mean, just, but here's yeah. what else it does. It goes dun dun. Right. And then 
and the camera shows Mando, and you get that little sting of his theme. Right. So you know, you're like, oh, we're up to some Mando stuff here. He's right. going to do whatever. You know, get get ready for some Mando. It just right. it just primes you for Mando action, oh, yeah. right? But then the camera pans up into the left, and you see Ahsoka standing on this other wall, and you get her her signature Hell's Kitchen screech, right? And and it all blends together, and you have this audio melding of them working together. The the score does this basically gives you a one two punch uh, of them together. I, I mean, it's such a beautiful little thing, and you see them together. You kind of hear their audio representation right, together, right. and it just works so well to get you like jacked up for. Like, I mean, what's with about all, all the happen. movies, that was the one thing John Williams did so well, and mm-hmm. I think Gorson does the 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 music in the show phenomenal is is above and beyond. I mean, I don't, he's. He, you know, as scoring and and a uh, uh, orchestrator and stuff, John Williams is definitely my favorite. Classical, man. But I'm thinking, Gorson is just I, rising I, I, like I'm a meteor say up to my an absolute he's genius. One one B. I'm willing to I call one B. Two one B. Yeah. If you want to make it a Star Wars reference, <laughs> he's the droid that says "Good, good day, sir." <laughs> no, no. He does. Yeah. He's a medical droid. Helps he's, Luke I know. on Empire no, Strikes I know. Back. No. Uh, on Hoth. Some people call it Hoth. Yeah. They're wrong. Anyway, uh, and so we have that stare down. Mando faces off with Lang. And and Lang, in a total Western thing, goes, so you threw in with the Jedi. Yeah. Like, it's totally a Western thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thing. I mean, flat out. Um, and Mando goes, looks that way. I mean, so good. And meanwhile, at the same time, we cut. And we do this classic Star Wars move of cutting between two action scenes. Right. right? Two, two, two actually. Two or more. <laughs> well, two yeah, I mean, basically stare downs at this point. Yeah, Ahsoka faces off with the magistrate who has the Beskar staff. Right. Um, Throws the cape off. Uh-huh. I really love the staff. And I, I mean, you, it's kind of the contrast between what the Mandalorian are and what the Jedi are. Yeah. Because you're looking at the Mandalorian with the Western. Right. Like the gunfighter. And then you look at the Jedi as like the samurai. The samurai. And I mean, they play each of those scenes... It's not like they don't cross over. Yeah. I mean, it, it's... You it know, all works as one thing. As a, it, it works as one thing, but I mean, it's legitimately meant to be, you know, that drastic... The contrast. Contrast, you know. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and it's obviously that. Yeah. And, and just the setup of that duel that they have oh, yeah. in the garden, yeah. by the water, on a bridge, right? with those trees around. I mean, it's so... it's. Perfect. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's such a, an homage to all those amazing samurai stories. Oh, yeah. Come on. And who the photography director was is, I mean, they did a hell of a job yeah. in Every, this episode. I mean, let's let's just, the whole team. Yeah. Amazing, right? Um, so then they can hear them fighting. Uh, Lang and Mando can hear them fighting over the wall. Right. And Lang goes, who do you think is going to win? Could be your side. Could be my side. As he's kind of edging closer. With right. that, he's clutching that blaster he's got that posture he's getting you closer get the, and you get the little shots of the menacing hand and, over and, his yeah, gun just kind of like he's about to quick draw yeah. yeah um the the battle goes on for a while there's a pretty good duel i don't have all the specifics on the duel but uh basically a magistrate loses well and well not point, yet not yet no at one point ahsoka she, loses a saber yeah it goes in the water um and lang says you and i are a lot alike willing to lay our lives down for the right cause which this is not. Yeah. And he puts his gun down. Well, not yet, but he well, says, you know what, though? He's like, he kind of holds yeah, it Yeah, he's all. putting his hands yeah. up, like, you know, I don't want to fight with you, Mando. He says it very convincingly when he says, which this is not. I was really, I was like, oh, is this, 
Is he going to just defect? Because that would be right. awesome. Because then we can get more Lang. Um, and um, the fight continues. Um, um, Until you and, and hear that. Okay, Magistrate loses. They hear, they hear the... The, the, they hear the fighting stop. You don't really see the magistrate lose, but you hear that Beskar sound. You hear the drop. You hear the, the drop. drop and the smear. Yep, and it's quiet. So yep. he says, uh, "He says, um, what does he say here? He says uh, something about I guess sounds like you win. Yeah. He puts his gun down slowly, 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 down. as he's staring at Mando. But as he puts it down, he goes for a quick draw. Uh, but Mando just blasts him right in dead square. In fastest the chest. trigger I mean, in boom. space. Yeah. Um, just blast him. Very mm-hmm. again, very Western. Very cool. The next thing we get is Ahsoka uh, getting getting real up close with the magistrate, and she says, "This, this, now this was the reveal for me. Right, this was the one." She says, "Where is your master? Where is Grand Admiral Thrawn?" And, and it was at this moment that I screamed, <laughs> um, because uh, not having been caught up on the Clone Wars, right, and having only known Thrawn from. The, the original expanded and, universe yeah. and and loving those three original heir to the empire oh, yeah. books are some of my all time favorite Star Wars stuff in general. Right uh, to me, they're just I mean I like those more than the prequels. To yeah. be honest with you, oh I, I know um, I'm with you. Those books are so good. I haven't read them in a while, but I just they're beloved to me. Um, they, right. they're so important to me as, as far as Star Wars goes. So um, hearing Thrawn's name even and and bringing him back into the canon yeah. is. Is I just feel warm and fuzzy about that. I, I I'm so excited. So <clears throat> I don't really I, like. I said I'm not really caught up on the Clone Wars. So right. I looked up what the deal is canonically now with with Thrawn, mm-hmm. and apparently his current status. And this is from IGN, by the way. I'm right. just going to read this. Thrawn's current status uh, is is a bit of a mystery. As we touched on before, Thrawn and Ezra Bridger both vanished in the series finale of Rebels, and neither character has appeared after that in the official timeline. However, the finale shows Ahsoka Tano resurfacing to lead the hunt for Ezra uh, immediately following the events of Return of the Jedi. With the Mandalorian making it clear Ahsoka is hunting Thrawn five years later, it's probably safe to assume that Lucasfilm has major plans for Grand Admiral Thrawn. That is awesome. Yeah. So basically, we don't know where Thrawn is. The last but it sounds I, like he's reappeared. The last thing I heard, they were like lost in hyperspace. Yeah. That Essentially was, that, yeah. yeah. So, but that's that's very cool, and I hope that's true that they have big plans for Thrawn because right. I would love to see, I'd love to see Thrawn get his due. Well, you know, they keep talking about all these new, you know, sections of movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, my opinion, I would be more excited for Thrawn centric, you I know, want a trilogy, trilogy. Yeah, why don't we? Before have that? I would a old Republic. If they want to, I mean, if it comes to the point where they have to recast, you know. To, to do to keep the story going, but but if I could see the Luke Mara Jade Thrawn triangle thing, I would love. Well, we've to see already that been happen. we've already been you know even you know Mark Hamill himself has already kind of dumped Sebastian Stan. Is, yeah, is, he doesn't look exactly be, like him, he but could it's be close his heir for you know. And if they wanted to, if they could pull off some CG thing, and even and maybe really Mark, have to. maybe He's Mark close could enough. dub him. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I think he's close enough. Yeah. If Mark really know. wants to be done, and I understand that, then let's well, don't, and don't I not don't tell think, these stories. These know, are the stories I need. Well, and and time no, you know, time wise, I I think Mark is just too old. They could DH to be him? able to. Oh come now! I, all I, you I faithful. just think in his act, you know, physicality. <clears throat> Maybe because a lot of those stories, Luke is very physical. Oh yeah, you're you not know, kidding. I mean, yeah, you're not kidding about that. 
for sure. Um, so basically, the next thing we get is it's starting to wrap up. Uh, the village is celebrating. They put the coat of the magistrate on the the guy that helped Mando. Right. Um. So maybe he was originally the mayor, like we said, or, I th- or whatever. Yeah. But, but so maybe that coat means you're the you're the man in town. Yeah, you're. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ahsoka gives Mando the best car spear, but he says he can't accept it because he didn't finish the job. Right. But Ahsoka says, "Well, the spear belongs with the Mandalorian." It's. It seems like that's a big. Mo- I think maybe it's going to be glossed over by some people, but to me that feels like a big moment of of a Jedi offering a Mandalorian the spear. Right. It seems sort of iconic, kind of a reconciliation type. Yes. Of. It seems like something along those lines. Well, and the thing is, is if you follow, if followed Ahsoka Tana, she is kind of. I, w- I don't want to say forsaken the Jedi. Right. She's not but exactly removed herself. A Jedi. She's not in the order anyway. The, yeah. From that, those political aspects of the Jedi, right? So this is her, maybe bridging that gap without, you know. Yep. So then he, Mando says, "Okay, I'm gonna go get the kid. Stay here." Right. Um, we get a weird again. It's the 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 the, the soundtrack, the 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 score. There's this weird recorder version right. of the theme, and it sounds shrill and strange, but also haunting. Yeah. And you get this these weird this weird like touching moment where Mando is watching Grogu sleep in a little hammock yeah and he's like come on kid we gotta go you know but he just sits there with him and it's really right. sad it's like crushing it is it really uh, is and the music is going and, and it sort of eventually the music sort of fades out it sort of falls apart and you know he he says it's time to say goodbye and the baby's whining and then his uncle shows up and says um Mando is like his father basically like right. she can't train him but there is one possibility. Right. Go to the planet Tython. There you will find the ancient ruins of a temple that has a strong connection to the Force. Place Grogu on the seeing stone at the top of the mountain. Then Grogu may choose his path. Now, Tython, if you if you don't know, this was in the in the Star Wars Legends. Yes. Uh, this is the first temple of the Jedi. Mm. And Vader has been there uh, it, it, canonically now. Yes. Uh, in, in earlier things. Right. I don't know about this exact spot, but he has been Well, there. this is, like I said, this is the first Jedi temple. Yeah. So. Um, so, but basically, if he reaches out through the Force, a Jedi may come searching for him to train him. But then she says, but then again, there aren't many Jedi left. Right. Um, Mando says, thank you. She says, may the Force be with you. Mando finally really understands what that means. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see here. He gets back on his ship, and Grogu has to say goodbye, but he doesn't want to because he loves he loves Ahsoka too. Right. Like they had this connection for the first time in forever. He finally connected with another Jedi. Well, and then they have this little mental communication where and she, she kind of smirks when she turns yeah. around. So it's like, okay, well, hopefully, I mean, because of she did so well, and even you not knowing, I mean. I would like to see her back. I've been for yeah. I've been won over by her, but but it does seem as though maybe this might be the last time we see her for a long time. Right. It just had that vibe to me, like it could go either way. But it did seem as though maybe like this might be this may be, might be our last Ahsoka for a bit, right? So, you know. Well, I mean, you know, the one thing they've talked about is an Ahsoka series, but the way the camera lingers on her. Uh, you know, we may not see her in Mando. Yeah, or, or maybe I think that's what I'm maybe trying to not say. until next season, or yeah. you know, something or, on yeah. that. But I mean, I think she, the character Ahsoka Tano, will be back at some yep. point, and Rosario as her. <clears throat> yep. Because, like I said, there's been tons of talk that there's going to be several 
Star Wars series. Yep. I want, I, I want done, the series. I want more movies. I want all of it. Uh, the next thing we get is the the end screen, the credits, right. and it just says directed by Dave Filoni. Yes. Dave Filoni, you son of a gun, you got me. You made me feel some Star Wars feelings. Oh, yeah, yeah. You old so-and-so. <laughs> you old so-and-so. No, I mean, this is... What a what an episode. Oh, oh I know. I, they, they keep ramping up. I just couldn't believe how much Ahsoka we actually got. Yeah. I figured it was going to be... When she did show up, it would be like she's in a cave and she's oh, wearing a yeah. hood, and like it's at the dark, end of an episode, and she kind says, of thing. "This yeah. is what you have to do," and sends him along his way, and you don't really ever get to see her do anything, right? But this, you got full on fan service. I mean, a hundred percent, right out of the gate. You, you, I mean, literally right out of the gate. If you're a fan of Clone Wars and Ahsoka, and this episode didn't do it for you, I don't, don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you you cannot be satisfied. No, you monster. <laughs> How about episode fourteen? How dare you? How there you go. <laughs> All right. This one started off. Now, this is where you took notes. This is where I took notes. Yes. So you're going to lead this one. Yes. And I had a hard time taking notes because, as my wife would say, I was screaming at the TV on this one mm-hmm. in a good way. Yes. So we, we start off with In the Razor Crest. Yep. You know, it's and it's a... We really start seeing the relationship between... Dinjarin and Grogu. Now he knows his it, name. It's so funny to to say that name. Grogu. Yeah, and I, and I love the fact that you know he is so excited that he knows Grogu's name. Yeah. Because when he said Grogu, I don't. <laughs> and he like chuckles a little bit. Yeah, he loves it. He goes, oh, and then he does the force thing again. Yeah, and he goes, he, he's like the ball. Yeah. He's like, okay, Grogu. You know, he, every time he does it, he's like, what? He's like, take the ball. Go ahead and take the ball. And then when he takes it, he's like, dang, Farrick. And then, like, any parent that's, like, you know, ever had a small child, and they do something, and you're excited. Yeah. And they don't quite understand. Yeah. They're like, they think oh, they crap, what did I do? Yeah. You know, so he drops the ball real quick, and he's like, no, no, no. I just, yeah. you know, he's like, I thought it was great. You know, that nice, and he doesn't mention even mention Ahsoka Tana in this one. He's like, you know, the nice the, lady. The nice said, lady, Yeah. <laughs> That was great. And they kind of talk about that. And, and he just kind of, you know, he said, no, you didn't, you know. And, and then he, like, even without the helmet on, you see him kind of, his shoulders drop a little bit. I mean, with the helmet on. I mean, yeah, with the helmet on. That's yeah. what I mean. You don't see it. You his know? body language gives away the fact that he's. he's start, you know, he almost starts getting sad. Yeah, you can tell. You know, then he's like, you know, we, you know, you have, you, you have these awesome powers and. We're going to find somebody to he's train. He's trying to do the right you know, thing for the kids. He's but trying to do the right thing, but man, he really does not want to. The right thing point. might be just to hang on to that little guy. Right. I mean, that, and, and, you know, he it shows how much of an attachment that he has now. Yeah. You know, with, with Grogu. It's still so funny. Grogu. Yeah. I love it. You know what's funny? Uh, we talked, you and I, the day that that episode came out. Right. And somebody we talked to said, oh, they gave the baby a name. And I said, oh, okay, well, I, I bet it's some... I, I made the prediction that it would be two syllables. Right. And it would be essentially like an alternate Yoda mm-hmm. name. And boy, I was very close. You were very close. I mean, it is. I mean, I'm a goo. genius, Chris. <laughs> Wiley Coyote. You thought they were going to name Super him... Super genius. Jerry. Yeah, that was what I thought. Mm-hmm. Jerry. Jerry, the green one. Baby Jerry. Baby Jerry. <laughs> Sounds like some ska band. Baby Jerry. Oh, my God. Wow, it really does. Oh, no. 
Oh no! So, trademark. So anybody wants that, you baby know, Jerry, yeah. pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. All right. Well, after that, you know, they they um, they go through the atmosphere to the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of circles around. You know, you he knows exactly where the temple, or finds exactly where the temple yeah. is. You know, and I love the is, line here. <laughs> the line here is great. Yeah, you know, and he's like, oh. It's a little small in the land here. We're going to have to go the rest of the way with the top down. With the windows down. With, with the t- yeah, with the windows <laughs> down. Which, you know, it kind of it's funny because Grogu seems to be like the anti-Jedi excitement. You know, it's that Yoda's line yeah. of, you know, excitement. You know, things. this is not Basically, what a Jedi craves. controlling your emotions right. is, is important. And, and he gets so excited and... The shot of them flying the down. The shot of them flying and then like as they're passing like the, you hear the, the sound. still camera, he's like, Yee! Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so he lands on the, on, on the spot in the temple and I've noticed this is, uh, this episode was directed by Robert Rodriguez. Yep. And I've noticed some things that he's done in, like, and and not to compare this at all to, like, Spy Kids. Oh, no. But the jetpacks, when he's landing, he's taking that similar angle. From down? From down. Yeah. You know, that kind of same thing. I was thinking Iron Man as well. That I mean, that was, a you know, kind of that, too. But, I mean, just knowing that it was Robert Rodriguez, I yeah. kind of referenced I heard that. he was a um, replacement director. That just came out today. Really? Originally, this was not... He wasn't supposed to direct this episode. That one I did not know. Yeah. I saw... Because I saw that he was directing, like, a while back ago, yeah. so I didn't hear... Yeah, I read that t- this morning. I was don't know he, how true it is, but... Well, yeah. And they didn't say who the original I was. was. Yeah, I was going to ask. But um, I think it was Robert Rodriguez himself who said, yeah, I wasn't the original director of this. Hmm. That's interesting. I hope it comes... I would like to know. But anyway, I mean, yeah. he obviously delivered something special here. He, Yeah, because I... Man, this is hard, but this is probably my favorite one so far. It's... Well, let's just keep talking. Yeah, no. I mean, the episode-wise, yeah. directing-wise, I think talking. this is... Um, <laughs> so they get there on the on the, on the the temple, and he's like, well, I guess this is the spot. Yeah. You know, you're supposed to... supposed to, And there's the, the scene, so... Sit on the stone, Yeah, he sets, sets him on the stone. He's like, okay, well, are you seeing anything? <laughs> what do you see, man? <laughs> yeah. Immediately, Mando goes back to being a moron. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he does that all the time. He I know. Resets. He's like, I got no clue. Um... <laughs> Well, we see a butter, a blue butterfly. Yep, which has been referenced to powers of the force, it's intense be powers of the force, in tons of stuff. Yep. So I mean, even there were some little kids, <laughs> like, like almost like Weeblos looking cartoon, yeah. but they had the blue butterflies. You in. know what it makes me think of is when Gandalf is on top of Orthanc, <laughs> and he talks and to that moth. moth well, yeah. And he's like, yeah. Come a little bit, a here. little bit. Also, bring a pizza. I'm very hungry. Bye. <laughs> you know how many Gandalf so, does. I know, I know. Um, but anyway, you know, he's Grogu's messing with the blue butterfly flying around. It kind of almost lands on him, and yeah. he's kind of he's not paying attention. He's not trying to see. Yeah. And Dan Jarn's like, "Come on, you know." <laughs> he's like, Who "Come sucks? on, kid. Yeah. Come on, Grogu." Right. So he starts like you know looking through his helmet visor, seeing if well maybe there's a switch or something. Yeah. Showing again his ignorance. He's so dumb. On on, on anything in the general. <laughs> well, how could he know? Yeah. Well, and that's like I said, that's that's the biggest thing I think with everything going on. 
it's like with the Jedi, nobody really knows anymore. We know all this because we've seen the movies, but right. the people within the universe would have no clue. Right. So we get a big reveal after that. Yes. We hear a noise out of the oh sky. Oh, my God. This is when I started screaming. And, and I was giddy as a schoolgirl on this one. See, because Boba Fett is probably hands down my favorite character. Boba Fett. Boba, Boba Fett. Fett, where? Where? Anyway, we see Slave One. Uh, the the way it flies around and lands. Yes. Is the maneuver it does for right. it to flip around and land. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. We, we've seen it several times, and I mean, it doesn't get old anytime. It's so cool. So we're grown men, yeah, and we're excited by a flying ironing iron, <laughs> ironing iron. Yeah, kind of. Uh, or come uh, on. Yeah, one of those little dustbusters. Yes. Um. Anyway, he, <laughs> dirt devil. Uh, yeah. As he's watching the the slave one land. Grogu kind of goes into a trance. He looks over and, uh-oh, <laughs> Grogu is uh, engaged in something. Right, and I mean, you know, typical, leg, almost look could be Link's cross. Well, I don't know. We never see his feet, hardly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, he, you know, he's got his hands on his, kind of on his knees. Uh, kind of a Buddha pose. Yeah, kind of a Buddha pose. That, yeah. And then around where, at the top of the scene stone, is like this engraving. It's glowing blue. It's Jedi text. It's Jedi text. And this pillar of white, quote-unquote, force. It's white-blue. Yeah, white-blue force mm-hmm. is, like, rocketing Emanating through the out. sky. Yeah. Well, if you notice, those stones are in the Fallen Order. The Jedi game. The yeah. Jedi game. Because yep. you even move those around Well, and also your save point is a similar circle with runes around right. it, Jedi runes. Right. And this is exactly that. So yeah, I mean, it's, this It's str- really interesting to see that. From from the the Jedi game, that's not so. What they're showing, what they're saying is that's not just a game mechanic, a fun game thing. Like that's that's, canon. that's an in universe thing, right? That's cool. So maybe I want to play that game again. Bad. I know. So maybe you know we don't know you know because the whole thing was in the scene stone. You go on and there will be a Jedi. A Jedi will hear you or will, call, yeah, and and, and seek come. you out, yeah. kind of thing. So who knows at this point. Where it's like the com- bat phone for a Jedi. Right. Well, at this point, once he says, you know, we got to go, kid, thinking like, oh, crap, you yep. know, we don't know who this is. Because he doesn't know who Boba Fett is. Yeah. He goes to grab him and can't penetrate the force and kind of gets knocked back. Mm-hmm. So he's like, all right, well, <laughs> he's got this mental, you know, kind of mentality of like, well, shit, I can't do nothing. So yeah. I'm going to go see if I can buy you some time. So he rushes out to meet. And he's like, meet. hurry up. Yeah. You know. <laughs> if you can hear me. Yeah. Hurry up. He's like, so we see him, you know, make the trek down the hill. And he gets to a point, And all of a sudden, just a ravage, a blaster fire. Big time. But we notice it's not really towards him. It's at the rock that's in front of him. Mm-hmm. So he kind of ducks behind, you know, pulls his gun out. He already has his gun out. But I mean starting to look to, to see who he's got to put a hole in. Yeah. And then we see the same shadowy figure <laughs> from the episode where Din Djarin had a... The uh, first episode of the... Right. Of the season. Right. So that, that little uh, shot on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. I took a shot on Tatooine. It was Spotchka. Spotchka. It was delicious. It was good. Way better than blue milk. Oh, adult blue milk. <laughs> anyway, 
Um, Guys, it's Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It's Boba Fett. It's Boba Fett. He says his name. He's Boba the Fett. His backpack's got jets. <laughs> Not now. Well. Not right now. Well, anyway, he's still in the same car that we saw when he was on Tatooine. Sort of a Tusken Raider. He even has a gaffy stick, yes, which he is has, really and, cool. Uh, and the long rifle yep. also on his back. He's all Tuskened out. Right. Uh, tells him, um, I've been tracking you for for a long time. Yeah. You know, I I want that, or I want my arm, or I want the armor. And Mando he thinks he wants his armor, right? Because like, no, everybody want, else has been trying to get like, it. No, I want my armor. Yeah, no, yeah, because he says you'll have to take it off my cold dead body. Yeah, and he's like, not your armor, my armor. And he said, you know, that he got from, um, what's his name? His father. N- no. Wait, what? That, oh, that he, oh, that he, he got it from Cass. He, he, Cobb Vanth. Cobb Vanth. He, he even name drops Cobb Vanth, yes. which makes me wonder, like, if, if he knew that Cobb Vanth had it, why didn't he just get it from Cobb Vanth? How long, like, when did he come out of the Sarlacc? Did he just now come out of the Sarlacc? Well, and I'm wondering how, you know, it's like, okay, well, where was the Sarlacc pit that he, you know, because Tatooine's a planet. Well, and listen, so in so, the first episode of the, of the season, right. we see them in a flashback seeing the second Death Star blow up. Right. So that means that at that point, Boba's been in that Sarlacc for a while. Right. So did he just now escape? Well, what I'm thinking is maybe that Sarlacc pit is not, wasn't close to where the town was. And when we see Boba Fett, he was just getting there. How did he lose his armor, though? In the Sarlacc pit. I don't, then how did he get out? I don't know. I, I, it doesn't matter. This is Star Wars. I mean, there there is uh, um, one of the novels. Right. He says it, he blew it up. It, right. But and Dengar I, saves him. Yeah. Well, and maybe at that point, that's when he lost his armor. Yeah, I don't know, I guess. I can't remember. It's been a long time since I've read well, I'm Tales sure of the not, Bounty Hunter. They're not using that canon, I'm sure. But, but I mean, we've seen a lot of canon re, you know, come back. That is one annoyance I have, though, Chris, because they, they're picking and choosing right. which canon to bring back, and that bums me out a little bit. Because it's like, oh, first you took it away from me, and now you're saying I can have some of it back? Right. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, he uh, you know says that it was his, and, and yep. it was Cobb, you know, Cobb had it, you yep. know. And then, you know, for Denjarin has only known the life of, like, the Death Watch. Yeah. It's like, did you take the oath? Yeah. And then we get that line... From the prequels, from his father. I'm just a simple man. I'm just a simple man making his way through the galaxy. Yeah. So, you know, he said, did you take the oath? And then that's when, you know, he's like, well, I, I answered a no man, you know. Yeah. Another another Django Fett reference, you know. It's all echoes. Yeah, it, it definitely is. He is his father's son. He is his father, dude. Well. <laughs> technically. Genetically. Uh, genetically. Genetically. But uh, anyway, so does that know, mean they have the same social security number? <laughs> well, he was on the same <laughs> chain code. Um. <laughs> anyway, conversation. You know, the armor belongs to the Mandalore. You know, or, you know, because it was Mandalorian, yeah. and then that's when he says, you know, it was given my to my father by your people. Yeah, or by your forebearers. Right. And you know, he talks about that. His father fought in the fought war. in the Civil War. Yep. You know, the Mandalorian Civil War. We get war. some cool backstory on Django. This like fixes a lot of issues with Right. That, that was had. a lot of people had with the it, it does a clever job of kind of wrapping some of those questions up. Right. 
in a pretty satisfactory way. To oh, be I honest. thought so. I thought so. Yeah. Well, and then and there was this conversation, and you know, it's like, well, what's going to keep me from killing you? Yeah. And he's like, I have my a sharpshooter on the hill. Yeah. With their gun pointed, and and he's like, well, I'm the one with Beskar. I see a muzzle flash. I'll drop both of you where they're at. And then that's when you know you see kind of Boba Boba's goes, ruthlessness. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know he's like, it's not pointed at you; it's pointed <laughs> at your little friend over there on the on the cliff. Yeah, and and then we get another reveal, which I was excited for because I really liked this character. Yes, your girlfriend My shows girlfriend. up. Uh, her name is uh, what is it? Uh, I just had it in my mind. It's Fennec Shand. Fennec Shand, right? Yes. Yeah. Fennec was, Shand. It was there. I was so I know, there. I, and I had to turn my page. She's great. She is awesome. Now the lovely Ming Na Wen mm-hmm. uh, from everything. Mm-hmm. You know the original Mulan. Yep. The only good one. But she's more machine now than man. Well, well, sort of. Twisted and evil. Well, and that's well. No, she's not. Yes, she is. No, she is not twisted and evil. Fine. She's going to shoot that kid. She would have done that beforehand. Well, that's true. She's twisted and <laughs> That's evil. why she was like the, one of the most feared assassins. Yep. You know. Anyway, she reveals herself. And then literally, that, she opens li- up and shows you her guts. They're robot guts. Oh, I know. But <laughs> yeah, right before that, you know, uh, Boma's like, let's have a chat. Yeah. It's like, there no, doesn't need to be any bloodshed. Yeah. And he's like, you know, kind of one of those things, take your gun off and I'll take my gun now. Well, he says, take off your jetpack. Yeah. Which I don't, because I guess because he knows it has the rocket quick on exit. top. Well, or, and a quick, a quick exit. exit. And, yeah. And I guess it makes sense, but it's a little bit like, come on, we, we know why this is really happening because yeah. it has to happen in the story. Right. But okay. But I mean, you know, you can go down that it logic. It does make sense, yeah. You can go down that logic rabbit hole of... You know, right. this is why he did it because he knows the ability of the jetpack because yep. we see that later on. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Fennec comes down and, and then explains that, you know, Boba found her in the desert when she was left for dead and she was in, in you know, indebted to him and it's she pulls dead, open. Yeah. yeah, because she, my thing is, is, is this like a normal thing of Star Wars? Is it almost like field dressing just to throw some robotic parts in somebody. Oh, right. You know, uh, it's like it wasn't a, a medical droid. It was Boba did it. Well, he so, at least got her to whatever droid. Probably right. a 2-1-B droid. That it could be. Shoved some tubes in her and said, you're good to go. Right. Take so, care, sir. But anyway, they, they you know, he kind of talks to, to Mando and says, well, for his armor, we'll make sure that, you know, your chi- the child is safe. And Fennec Shen says that you can buy, you know, the bounty that's on your little friend's head, you can buy 10 suits of armor. Yeah. So it's like, holy cow, no wonder everybody in the galaxy is out for him. Yeah. Because we know how precious... The cargo is. Well, not just the cargo, but like Beskar armor. Yeah. And if it would be 10 times... Well, yeah, earlier in the the season, uh, our friend uh, Gore said that its value is constantly rising. Right. So, I mean, that that kind of plays into that. Well, yeah. we we finish this conversation, and we see an Imperial trooper. Well, you don't know at first. Well, no. Uh, yeah, we don't know at, at first. At first, I'm like, is this the Jedi? Is it going to be like a Jedi that wants to fight 
right. you know, Boba Fett or and something. And we keep, we keep getting a couple of shots back at the cliff, and we still see that blue-white yeah. pillar of light still shining, my, so we know that he's still... My initial, my initial fan freak-out mind, my, my ultimate hopefulness was like, it's going to be Luke, and he's going to see Boba Fett, and they're going to have to fight, and it's going to be amazing. <laughs> Uh, but it wasn't that. That no. turned out that it was an Imperial transport. Tr- right. And a bunch of troopers come out. Right. Which is like... A ton of them. Good I news mean, for us, really. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this was... So he's like, okay, you know, um, Boba's like, we'll, we'll slow them down. You, you know, you go get the kid, basically. Yeah. Um, so Fennec and, and Boba set up... Well, Boba doesn't take his jetpack. No. Why? He Den, just runs. Oh, just Den Djarin, yeah. Oh, yeah. Den Djarin should have just slapped it on and flew up there. I would have thought so. What a dum-dum. Right. <laughs> dum-dum. Yeah. Have some gum-gum. Yes. Night of the Museum. Yes. I've seen it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I understood that reference. All right. Thanks, Ken. But I haven't bought a zoo yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so going off the rails. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, Boba and Fennec set up. You know, higher ground, yeah, and just start picking off left and right. This is when, okay, this is a this is a reward that we've wanted. This is a payoff. This is a a Star Wars thing that has been a fantasy of so many Star Wars fans. I know so it's been long. mine. You to know, see, to see Boba Fett doing anything that's actually badass and not just. Pushing a carbonite Han, or you know, put getting Captain slapped in the carbonite. back with a yeah stick and and falling in. He's no good to me, dead. I mean, it is cool when uh, you know Vader. Even Vader has to say like, "No disintegrations." Like you know, he says, "As you right. wish." Like, okay, I mean, you know, I'm. A we bad. actually get to see what's been implied for decades that he is, as you said, the this, most feared bounty hunter well, in the galaxy. As you said, he's the John Wick of Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> And there are some action moves pulled straight from Wick, and I don't even mind. Oh, no. I no. don't. I love it. Uh, do, do you want to go over any of those? Oh, yeah. In particular, my favorite kill was, I mean, it, first of all, it's great to see the gaffy stick also being used. Because, yeah. like, uh, have we really seen that being used before? No, not really. It's great to see it used. Other than a quick slap at Luke. Yes. That's what knocks him out, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, we saw it in the first Star Wars, what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. But we haven't seen it like this. No. Uh, and it's cool to see how brutal and effective that weapon is, especially against Stormtroopers. Well, it's and how shattering their armor. He is. Well, yes. It's shattering their armor. It's shattering their helmets. Um, yeah. But my favorite, absolute favorite kill was the John Wick moment when he, I think he punches the guy and then he grabs him around the neck and he's holding him, the stormtrooper. Oh, that's shoots, later on though. Right. But that's kind of where we are. No. We're oh, way okay. before that. I'll lay down and go to sleep, Chris. <laughs> go ahead. You go. No, where this are is we? the part where he does the hand signals, you know, I'll go this way, you go that way. Yes. Wrap around. And, you know, we pan to Denjar and running up the hill. Right. You know, to get up to the kin. Meg Meyer style. Right. Also Kate Bush style. <laughs> I think Placebo also covered that song. Probably. Running up that hill. Yeah. Well, anyway, then we we um, we shoot a singular of Fennec, still blowing away people. She's taking dudes out left and right. Left and right. And then, like, we have one commander, Stormtrooper commander. You can tell by his shoulder pad. By his shoulder pad. And then, you know, they're all kind of, at this point, burrowing down behind rocks. Mm-hmm. And one of the, the regular troopers is like... We're taking tons of fire. Yeah. And the guy's like, it's only one. Keep pushing. Yeah. And that guy stands up and just gets plowed in the head. (laughs) And the other trooper just looks around. (laughs) And he kind of, the commander like looks around and goes, 
go, go, go. Yeah, I love it. That's great. So, I mean, a little bit of comedy. Robert Rummering is comedy. Action in comedy. It. Yeah. Well, then we pan back to Boba Fett leaning up against a rock. Mm-hmm. And then we see the gaffy stick. Yeah. And it's that long angle where the, it's close to the end of it. we're following it and as following he's dragging it, it across the ground. Right. And then he puts it in a stormtrooper's face. <laughs> And I mean, so brutal. And the one kill I liked with him using the gaffy stick was the one where they're on the edge of the rocks. Oh, and he, and hits, he hits him, the rocks. Yeah. He hits him in the head. The trooper, like, hits one rock. He pinballs a little bit. Then more. ragdolls to another rock. Yeah. And you see the helmet, like, shatter. Yeah. And then he just, like, limped to the ground. Limps to the ground. Yeah, he's done. He's done. There's been, you know, several of him swinging that gaffing stick, and you just see the helmet explode. Yeah, shattering. You know, and then, you know, he does a couple, nails one with the pointed end up against another rock. He's also shooting people. Yeah. He's punching people. I love that once he's killed all them, it goes to, like, a quick pan of the guy that's just, like, one leg is twisted sideways. He's broken and done. (laughs) It just shows the brutality of, you know, what we've been wanting for so long from Boba Fett. Yeah. You know, the the helmet's like half shattered. Yeah. And the leg is like ragged out to the side and he's all twisted. Yep. Just from getting his ass kicked by Boba Fett. Yep. Well, then we we pan again to Den Djarin and he goes in and pushes hard to try to get the kid. Tries to get Grogu. Yeah. And the Force ain't having none of it. Shoots him out. Knocks his ass out. Yeah, he's out cold. <laughs> I mean, throws him back and knocks his ass out. So then we go back to... Just action, man. It's like more action, action for like 15 well, minutes. And at this point, this is kind of uh, Fennec's moment to shine. Yeah. And she's blowing people away left and right. Yeah. Um, she The uh, stormtroopers, they get a, uh, a mortar trooper... Right, and an E-Web blaster. And an E-Web blaster shooting, and they're still, you know, you've got this giant laser cannon and still can't hit shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I also love that they have to run it They have to run it out, set it up. It takes forever, it does apparently, take, yeah. to put the damn thing together. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, Fennec gets behind this rock on top of a cliff, and the mortar guy launches a couple of them, hits right in front of her, and then we get that pure Indiana Jones moment. Oh, boy. I mean, yeah, but it's also a, a Star Trek reference right. at the same time. It's this, it's it, literally both, I think. Well, she takes it, and, and basically the mortar loosens this giant boulder, and she gets in between and pushes the rock down the hill. Yep. And with severe vengeance... That rock That rock down. takes out some stormtroopers. More pinball. I mean... You know, they're running down the hill away from it because I guess this path that it's going is like the only one up the cliff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My favorite part of that whole scene was other than them just getting trampled by the rock, the guy on the E web trying cannon, to blast it. It's just and, and instead of running like the guy that was controlling the generator of it, yes, he like runs to the side. Yeah, the guy with the cannon still shooting and just gets trucked, trampled, just completely trucked. Yeah, by it. Great. So. You know, she starts making her way down, shooting more guys. She does that awesome jump off the cliff. Back, the Max Payne, the, ma- uh, yeah. the Matrix, whatever you want to call right. it. John Woo move. Yes, jumps off the cliff, takes out two guys on her way down, yeah. rolls, 
takes out two more on one side. And it's not like she has handguns. This is like a She's long using a rifle. rifle. Yeah. Yeah, like a sniper rifle, uh-huh. you know. Kind of like those guys that cheat on Call of Duty. <laughs> no, they're not cheating. That's in the game, man. It's yeah, legit. Yeah, yeah. We don't have any other bonus you know, on our computer. Um, anyway, <laughs> I have anger issues. You have anger issues. Yeah. Anyway, we pan again, flip, you know. Boba's taking out a few more guys, and when he gets to the point, he sees the Razor Crest. Yep. And then we switch again. You know, there's a lot of back and forth yeah. in this one. Now, Shan starts to get overrun here. Shan starts to get overrun. Tons and, of guys around her. Right. Well, Mando finally wakes up, and still going on, he tries one more time and gets thrown back, and he's like, all, all right, right, I'll defend you. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right, I'll help them out. I don't know You just hurry. Do. You know, it's like, hurry up. Yeah. Well, the minute he goes off the, the end to go down and help them, because we see a second ship land. Yes. So more troopers have More arrived. troopers are coming down. So that's he goes to help Fennec and, and Boba. That's when Grogu stops. Yes. As and, soon as he leaves the mountaintop, right. Grogu is done. And he's exhausted. Yeah. And you can tell he's exhausted. He's sweepy. He's sweepy. He needs a little nappy. Well, you know, <sighs> in, in typical, you know, almost John Woo fashion... You know, the the one protagonist is getting surrounded. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we see Den Djarin flip the flip the birds. Oh yeah. And you know, kinda kinda jumps in a in a typical almost like reminds me of the cover of Mad Max. Oh yeah. Where he's kinda the gun on one side and uh-huh. the other, you know, um takes out a bunch of the troopers and you know, kind of is running cover with all these, you know, tons of, of forces coming in. Yeah. So he's taking shots left and right. So we get to see He's covering how, Fennec. Yeah. Uh, he's basically her shield. She yeah. doesn't have a helmet. No. She's exposed, vulnerable. He's basically saying, I will defend you here. Well, you know, before he came down, she did that Jet Li move with using a helmet or something and yes. nailed She threw the helmet, yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, and just laid the guy out and yeah. then... Didn't get Blast the helmet back. Right, and didn't get the helmet back. But anyway, yeah. And we get to really see the kind of the almost indestructible when it comes to Best laser car. fire and car. Yeah. You know, she's kind of going from side to side and shooting other guys. Well, they, they completely get surrounded, where even with him being there is overwhelming. And then we get the thing, well, we don't want you. We just want the, you know, the child. Yeah. And then we see this bomb kind of handheld bomb drop out yep. at the feet of a couple of troopers. Then we get another new music. Yes. And, oh. and, and, and I... Here's I, where it really happened. I squealed in giddiness on yes. this one. Boba lands... In his armor. In his or, armor. Or the pieces that he has, anyway. Right. And it's a like a the sun is kind of behind him, mm-hmm. but enough that you you know behind him enough where he's not a silhouette, but you can see him in full armor, and that that undershot like the typical badass coming you know, and he just takes people. This is out. where he starts really wrecking. This is this is where he goes on full on John Wick. Yes, this is where so I was talking is, about. Yeah, go, so go ahead. I'll he let grabs. You. Well, I was just going to tell you about that kill where he gra- he like. 
punches him and he grabs him by the neck and he's holding him and he's shooting other guys and then he he puts his fist to the guy's chest and I think shoots, shoots a rocket straight into him, and he flies back like twenty feet. Right, it was so badass. <laughs> that that was so a, such a John Wick. Oh yeah, when he holds that guy to reload and then shoots him. Yeah, it's so cool. Well, and then we get to see the knee rockets finally. Yes, yes. He kind of takes this new, you know, this like he does a lunge, lunge, and two rockets shoot out and nail. Now see in. The one of the uh, stories that we knew about the knee rockets, they originally were supposed to have like a neurotoxin, but these were more like just a a rocket launcher. Yeah, little you know, block, rocket like, darts. Yeah, kind of like the the whistling birds. Yep. Well, then so he badass. does that that awesome last guy standing no look. Oh yeah, shoot. You know, fire. There's a, some great shots and angles of the the, the helmet and yeah. just Boba just being a badass. Yeah, it's glorious. I mean, I can't understate. I can't overstate. You don't know, yeah, I, how fun it is to see. Like Boba I said, Fett this is this is the culmination of decades of of fan wondering, wanting, just wondering, and and you right. know, this is this is the ultimate fan service right here. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, without a doubt, truly. Um, but then, uh, yeah, we took and. Uh, the troopers take off. They run. Because <laughs> Boba, they, yeah. they see Boba, they're like, we can't handle it. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, this is at this point, this is when the ships take off. Yep. And uh, he kind of really on just like, I want to almost say another Iron Man moment. Oh, but for not, sure, yeah. I mean, almost even more so, more like John Wick with a rocket launcher. Yes. Flips down the visor. Casually. Casually. <laughs> Ames takes a shot. Doesn't do the the uh, you know as much of a bend over as Compton. Yeah, launches the rocket. He because both his ships take from off. His, from yeah, his from, jet pack, from his jetpack. Hits one of the ships, and the ship the way it it explodes, it lands on the other one. They smash into each other and, and smash, they both and, crash and both crash. And then he's uh, what is uh, Mando Den says. goes nice shot. And he, and he said, I, I was I, I was aiming for the other one. Yeah. <laughs> it's so awesome. <laughs> but then we hear in the distance a laser cannon fire. Uh-oh. What happened? Oh, I think this is why. This is why this episode is called, called The, the Tragedy. Tragedy. <laughs> yes. Like, the, the biggest laser cannon fire hits the Razor Crest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there is no more Razor Crest. It's gone. I mean, it's it is vaporized. Gone, yeah. Well, and then um, Denjarn looks up with his helmet and sees a silhouette of a big ship. Uh-oh. And then we get, you know, uh, Fennec says, get, tells Boba, get to your ship. Yep. Well, he rocket launches out of there. So I think that's that's kind of the reference of how fast he can get away in yeah. that, why yeah, he made true. him yeah. take the... You know, take the rocket off in the beginning. It's great to see him use it and it actually works. Right. Yeah, and not, like, go off the side of something. Yeah. Anyway, gets to the ship. We see a shot of the Imperial ship that we now know. That's um, Moth Gideon's Gideon's ship, yeah. Well, we see him on the bridge and says... He says something about the Dark Troopers, release the Dark Troopers, whatever he says. Right. Um, and we get to see four dark troopers right. fly out like uh, Iron Man villains. They're yes. great though. They're and they're straight out of Dark Forces, which yes. is one of my all time faves. Right. Um, so cool. And they land right there and 
take the baby. Right. You know, at that point when Denjarn, you know, when Boba goes to the ship, Denjarn and Fennec are running. They're to trying to get the there, kid. but yeah, they're too far away. No, but no jetpack have to run. It reminds me of when Frodo is surrounded by ring wraiths on the, on right. the mountaintop. Right, that they're all trying to get there before yeah. he gets nailed. Well, anyway, nailed, <laughs> nailed. <laughs> um, the uh, dark troopers take. They take him. Grogu. Yeah. Because he's too weak to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, he kind of wakes up and, you know, gets this real wide-eyed thing. Yep. And, you know, they just scoop him up and boom, they're gone. They're out. Um, we see Boba and Chase, you know, when they're in communication between each other. And he has them locked. Mm-hmm. So he's like, he okay. He could take him out. He could take him out. But then it's like, no, we don't want the child hurt. So he's like, all right, well, I'm going to do a loose follow. Yeah. And he kind of swings around and then comes up. He sees the ship. Sees the ship, and we get that line of... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They're back. They're back. The Empire is the, back. Right. And she's like, well, that can't be. Why is it so you know, improbable that the Empire keeps coming back? You just back? fought a bunch of stormtroopers. Had, they're definitely back. Right. You know, that was my one thing. It's like... And then even through all the movies... You've already been like, presented how many times a has, lot of evidence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's... This is definitely could lead into all sorts of different directions. Right. But it, it does seem as though we're sort of seeing this is how the First Order came to be. Right. Essentially. Now, we do get a, kind of a, almost a throwaway line from Boba Fett talking about it's not a spice dream. Right. Yes. Which and is so, spice has been in the Star Wars canon for a long, long time. Right. Um, it's huge, a, huge Dune reference. Also Dune reference, yes. But yes. Um, in, in Star Wars, it's a drug that makes you hallucinate. And right. I think Han Solo has often smuggled spice right. in those uh, compartments under the floorboards. <laughs> but anyway, we get that kind of uh, Dune reference and, yep. and kind of that throwaway line. Um, you know, they, And then we, we go to that they have to go at, you know, Denjarn's got to go after the kid. And they make the reference of, well... We said we would, the baby was being safe as part of the deal. Right. Until the baby's safe, you know, we're not done. So we get more Boba and more Fennec. Basically, we have the ultimate team-up. You've given us this new character who we're, we've fallen in love with, we're the starting, Mandalorian. We're starting to work on the Star Wars version of the Avengers. Right. So you've given us this character that we've just fallen in love with, Mando, and now you're saying he's teaming up with Boba Fett? Are you kidding me? <laughs> And then, you know, we've got other references because of the fact that, you know, uh, Gideon has the Darksaber. Yep. He shows it to How much sooner, well, how much sooner will Bo-Katan be back? Yeah. Because that's what she's going after, and Mm -hmm. she's going after him. Well, we get a kind of a thing we need to, you know, we need to track down. So we get a shot of Navarro. Yeah, we walk in on Cara Dune again. Right, and we see a nice little... uh, Badge, yeah, the same badge that was given to her by the um, right the X wing pilot, and I can't think of his name. I, I had it. Last I need time to. And, I yeah. need to remember it, but yeah, him. But anyway, um, you know, we kind of get a conversation between uh, Denjarn and and Kara. You know, oh, you're going legit now, and she's yeah. like, well, I wouldn't quite say that. <laughs> <laughs> so she's still somewhat kind of on the fringe. Uh, on the fringe. Um, well, and, and Mando wants uh, some info about where he can find an old friend from last right. season. Mayfield. Mayfeld. Yeah. Is it Mayfeld or Field? I thought it was Feld. 
It may be Feld. I don't know. Maybe it's Mayfield. It was kind of a quick, yeah. It might be Mayfield. Right. I don't know anymore. Bill Burr. Yeah. So, but we see that he's been, you know, sentenced to 50 years in prison doing something. And so Mando is going to, I think the next episode is going to be Mando springing this guy. Right. And then I think them getting all together. I really think that's, if it's not at the end of next episode, it'll It'll be be at the very beginning. So it sounds like we're, what we're pushing towards is Thrawn. Right. Uh, we may see Thrawn this season. I, I don't know if we will, but I would love to see some Thrawn. Well, did you see when she was flipping through the pictures? I kind of, the other night, I slowly one went was, through One it. was Robert R- R- Rodriguez. And one was Nick Frost. What? Yes. What? So I didn't see that. Well, Are you see, for sure? Yes. That's amazing. I'm positive it was Nick Frost. That's incredible. It was one of the ones she stopped on for like a split was second. some weird alien or something? Yeah. Or is no. He He's got some funky hat-looking thing on. He would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a little bit more of the episode. Yeah, a little bit more of the you episode. See, I love that you get to see them in hyperspace. You see that old hyperspace effect, Tube, that yeah. weird purple swirling light, whatever that is. Yeah. You get to see that, and then you see Gideon. You hear stormtroopers screaming, basically, and you yeah. see Gideon go to the cell where Grogu is. Right. And, and he's ragdolling these stormtroopers back and some forth, troopers around, yeah. using the force. Now that's kind of you know, and and, and he's you know Gideon's got two more with him, stormtroopers. Yeah. And at first, when Grogu is taking them and throwing them around and force pushing them and maybe even force choking, yeah, I can't quite tell if he's just pushing them or choking. But uh, you know, he kind of goes at that point, and and the one trooper's like, you know, starts to come up to. To almost looks like a laser. Yeah. Then he's gonna shoot, and he's like, "Wait." You yeah. know, Gideon's like, "Wait." I want to talk to this kid for a right. second. Right. Well, and then at one point, Grogu takes one, sweeps the legs out of. They smash into each other. Yeah, and smash very much Force Unleashed. That's like what I spent most of that game just hitting troopers together. Troopers on troopers. Yeah. yeah. Well, at that point, you know, Grogu is exhausted. From you know, force he makes use, yeah. yeah from using the force so much. And then we see the. Dark Saber again, you know he's Gideon's kind of talking to him, and he lights up the Dark Saber, and he's like, "Oh, have you seen one of these?" Yeah. And Grogu kind of reaches out for it, so I'm like, "Hmm, is he going to try to pull energy from it? Is he trying to take oh, the yeah. saber?" Oh yeah, interesting. I hadn't yeah. thought of that. Yeah. So he's like, "No, no, you'll you, you might put an eye out with this." Can you imagine little or Grogu chop, or chop somebody's head Can off? Can you imagine little Grogu with a little lightsaber, <laughs> or the dark saber? Come on, dude. Yes. But anyway, you know, he ends up, you know, knocking Grogu out. They shoot and, the little guy with yeah. a stun bolt, right? And then and they put, put him in shackles. Handcuffs little, on him. little, what would be like thumb thumb handcuffs on any yeah. of us? They're adorable. And then you know, we pan back. He says. You know, contact Dr. Pershing. Yep. We have our donor. We have, this, we have the donor, yeah, the subject. Right. And that's kind of where it ends. Yeah. But so there's one aspect of this that – so Grogu definitely sends out his force beacon. Right. So we've probably contacted some Jedi. So this is the biggest discussion point, I think, about this episode, other than the fact that, oh, my God, Boba Fett. Right. Is that who who have we contacted? Yeah. Of course, there's a possibility that it's Luke. Of course, there's the possibility that it's people. People are all talking about, oh, it's Ezra. It's going to be Ezra, right? Right. Who I don't really know that much about, but people are saying, oh, because it's Thrawn. Well, Ezra and goes, very well could Ezra yeah. is wrapped up in that story as well, so maybe Ezra will be who shows up. Right. Um, 
also in the and this is such a long shot. I'm sure this is not it, but but the first thing I thought of was that in the original Thrawn trilogy, Thrawn has a Jedi um called Joris Caboth, mm. who is a clone of an actual Jedi who went missing in the out in the unexplored regions of space. Right. right? Uh he uses that Jedi to basically uh, coordinate the troops better. So this is one of the reasons why Thrawn is so effective at these space battles. Right. Because he has this Jedi who links everyone up, including fighter pilots, commanders, people running the, the, the guns, right. everything. He links everyone up mentally through the Force and makes them work like one, one weapon, yeah, basically. Kind of like the Borg. Yes. I mean, really, yes. Exactly like that. So that is a big thing from the, the original Expanded Universe. I right. don't know if they're going to continue to use that. I there's a theory that maybe that will be he will have gotten Ezra and Ezra will be working for him maybe in the dark side or or it, or just as a you know as a prisoner right um so maybe it'll be that I don't think we're gonna get see Joris to both I mean no. he's a cool old man wizard Jedi crazy guy right but because like uh in the original canon if you had a clone they were slightly Mad, right? They, they were slight, right. They were slightly off. There was something well, kind of like the Dark Luke. It was something along the lines of that when you copied the, when you copied them, they something yeah. didn't copyright, right? Um, yeah. There's also well, it's a just Dark like Luke. a Xerox, right? You copy too many times, you got problems. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, and it's also in that same story. Well, why I'm excited about this is because in the books, Thrawn leads to all this, Luke fighting a clone of himself. Right. Mara Jade, Jade. is introduced. Now, would that now? Wouldn't that be cool if that's who we see? If she's the Jedi that shows up. Yeah. Uh, at this point in the canon, in the original canon, she is still working for the Imperials, I believe. Yes, she'll still be she'll still be an Imperial. But that's agent. what I mean. She's still, the right hand of Palpatine. Maybe maybe at this point, this is this is would be close to that time where she would flip flop. No, she doesn't flip flop until. She has to kill. The whole thing is she's even though the emperor is dead, right? The emperor has mentally imprinted on her, uh, basically these commands. You right. must kill Luke Skywalker. It was right. her last no, command. Yeah, no, I get so that. when she kills the clone of Luke, that undoes it because it counts as killing Luke Skywalker. So sorry to spoil the original whole thing, but that's right. what happens. Um, so she's still under the emperor's control until that point. But you know, all these other stories are going on along with this. So maybe they've played it that. That's ha- just could have happened. Could have happened just recently. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I think ultimately, I, I would like it to be Luke. Right. Um. Come on. What's Mark Hamill doing? I mean, I'm sure he's voiceovers. doing a lot. I'm sure he's tons doing tons of voiceovers. voiceovers. <laughs> it's great. I shouldn't say what's he doing. I'm sure he's doing tons of things. <laughs> but but come on, come yeah. on, Mark. You know we need this. Yeah. A little. Just if we could just add some context to the sequel trilogy. I think that would make a lot of people feel better about. <laughs> maybe hold on. Maybe this is why. Um. Winter, or uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier is taking so long because Sebastian Stan is busy <laughs> being Luke Skywalker. Yeah, maybe I would like it. I, yeah. I mean, sure, he's a suitable replacement. He's oh, a good yeah. actor too. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, that's what this could possibly be leading to. Right. Or they may not pick that. That's the thing that confuses me and a little bit upsets me. Or it me. may be somebody we we could be a new character as well. Or, um, Count Cassis. Could be Cal Kestis. Yeah, that's yep. that's I think less likely, but they did make the reference to Cal possibly that's why they went with a real actor. Right. Because he could be then used right. in the but I don't know so he'll he'll have to be aged up a bit. 
They could do it, but he'd have to be aged up a bit. And that would also be maybe spoilers for Jedi 2. Maybe not. I don't know. I know they're doing a sequel. Yeah. But anyway, this has a lot of possibilities right. and a lot of uh, chances to be really great. Right. And I hope it And does. I mean, this could honestly, at this point, this could kick off like several spinoffs that we've been told. Oh, yes. I mean, this could be the kickoff to the Boba Fett series. Yes. Which we have been told is in the in the works of getting finished. Yeah. The writing of. Yes. Um, this this would kick off the Ahsoka Tata series. Yeah. And we can get some back reference now with the Obi-Wan series. Obi-Wan. Of the Tatooine Obi-Wan. stuff. Yes. And who knows, maybe with the Obi-Wan series, because he's he on... He can train Grogu. Well, not just... No, maybe not necessarily Grogu. that. That would be... He could have. Well. He, he that, definitely would know Grogu. Oh, my God. That would play... Dude! Play, that would play in so much to a new series. That's what I'm talking that's about! The, that's... Ewan McGregor comes in... That would be freaking awesome. Yep. But I was going to say, maybe we would learn more of Boba Fett's fate mm-hmm. with Obi-Wan. Could be. So. Well, that didn't really make sense. How could it? That's You're in the wrong time zone. Here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I've gone, yeah. You're in the wrong mood. I, I, I jumped around. How my bad, dare my bad. You? I know. We won't cut that out to show how much, you know. I wasn't thinking, but that's okay. I'm not going to cut any of my weird stuff know, out today. I know, I know. So, but I mean, that was our last two episodes. Yeah. So, what do you guys think? Let us know. Two more. Two more. Two more. Holy crap! These yep. have been getting so exciting and building up. What the hell are we going to expect in these yeah, next two? They, that's the thing, though. They've set this bar quite high. So we're going to have to really deliver. And I know they can do it. At this point, we know they can do it. Yeah. I mean, they've done it before. You know, yeah. they, you know. The, the finale of last season was glorious. I mean, we got the reveal of the dark saber on that mm-hmm. last. What will they reveal? I mean, they're just throwing out reveals left and right. In this. I know. God, it's so good, Chris. <laughs> and, so it's good. Just, and, and like I said, I think, you know, because of the fact that they are really expanding and I think John has done an amazing job. Give him some films. Oh my Give god! Give him some films. Make him just you know. I think and and not, you know we talked about this because I got a little inside information mm-hmm. on John's contract and stuff early on before Disney Plus started. There are people now that are only producers and executive producers in name only. Mm-hmm. So John has really taken the reins on the Star Wars franchise on a lot of this mm-hmm. and a lot of the people you know he's handpicking these directors yeah he's handpicking these actors you know he's, he, he's making a lot of calls for Star Wars right he's now. making a lot of calls yeah. for Star Wars let's just get him at that point you know where his hands are in you know in all of it sure sure well, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens. You know, we've got at least four four series in the works. Yep. Because there's a new Bounty Hunter series that they've been in development. Yeah. Where it's almost like a one-shot each episode. Great. Sign me up. So a lot of the, like, Tales of the Bounty Hunter yep. novel. What if it was Tales from the Crypt? Well, and I mean, you do have Den- or, uh, Dengar, so. There you go. <laughs> he pretty much looks like the Crypt Keeper at some point, so. But anyway, guys, we uh, 
Give us a holler on all of our social media. Oh, yes. That's what that motion was for me to get this sheet back out. We are on Twitter, guys, at Geek Sinks. We're on Facebook. We have a group. Join the group. Yes, join it's, the group. It's uh, Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink. But also follow the page. So it's confusing, but we have a page and we have a group. Join right. the group. Join please. both. Yeah. Join them both. And we have our Redbubble store. Yes. Oh, and we have an email. It's nerdsgeeksinks at uh, gmail.com. Send us some stuff. Guys, get in get in our groups. Get in our pages. Get please. in the conversation. We'll use some of your guys' comments can, in time. Can somebody please Photoshop Charles Bronson versus clowns. clowns? Like a, a big gang of clowns. That is... That Murderous, is you know, like Hell's Kitchen version of clowns. Yes. Please. Yes. It's just called Death Wish Circus. <laughs> He's got to fight the tall man. He's got to fight the bearded lady he's gonna fight a bunch of clowns he's gonna fight the the ringmaster is the yeah. ultimate is the the real uh he's like the kingpin he's the kingpin of the whole thing i just wrote the whole thing that's, there you Chris. go that's all it takes yep Cl- lots of clowns lots of honking lots they're of gunfire they're all selling drugs so he's got to yeah. stop it he's got to get the trash off the streets they're sm- selling the smiling drug it's called smiles smiles you got smiles you got yeah. the smiles smiles for miles smiles anyway <laughs> we gotta go yeah this is getting off the rails until next time. We'll see you guys next same Mando time, same Mando channel. Disney Plus. D Plus. D Plus. Goodbye. All right. <laughs>